With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 170 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I'm very excited to be back with you and two very special, beloved guests. The, the level of excitement was actually kind of uh, incredible to me. I was very, very pumped because Mary is very uh, neutral most of the time. She, she contains her excitement. But uh, we are here with a very special guest. Would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, sorry, Chet Hanks isn't getting here for another few hours, but yeah. I'm glad you could. I'm glad I could take his spot for now. I know you were really excited for Chet it's to a bit show of a up, disappointment, but, but I like you too, I guess. He said the private jet's incoming. All right. Okay. I'm Lauren, by the way. That is that is Lauren, and she. Uh, I, I got a, a message this morning that basically said uh, Lauren is coming on the show today, and I was like, uh, and I. No, on no, IRL. we planned this for months uh, in advance. Yes. Don't <laughs> don't reveal our secrets. <laughs> we're having fun. We're having fun, and we have another guest here. Uh, would you introduce? yourself sir what's up what's up it's good to be back it's been a long time i'm sorry yeah, it's we been like you. a month we i know you, i know well i'm shane uh i write tales from the inverted world and we're about to release episode five sunday yeah, uh what's, 10 the name of, what's the name of that one uh the episode Oof, that's a good question uh it's gonna be this one is the funeral at the end of the world and it's part two and it's got some crazy stuff in it and where will they be able to find it that's at timcast.com perfect yeah yeah <laughs> exclusively <laughs> That was a good plug, like right early on in the show. Yeah. Don't make them. Don't I'm going to keep saying it throughout the episode, just randomly. And you just cut it like in the middle of your sentence. You just cut yeah. into whatever you're talking yeah. about. That'd be yeah. great. All right. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 and the continued neutering of uh, anything that's fun in American culture, as we have uh, we found out. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about the movie Bullet Train, which I'm actually fairly excited for. It comes out next week. Uh, and some problems that people have with uh, the casting in that movie, problems that I knew were going to happen. And uh, as soon as they announced, thank you. Thank you. Did you nice. see that? I, I was late waiting for Lauren's reaction. Well, you had to sit in the line of fire. Yeah, you yes. can keep that now. I'll stay in the line of fire. That's all right. <laughs> Although, oh, this is, mon I mean, no, it's not Monopoly money. I'm rich now. Thanks. No, you're, you're rich. That's <laughs> real, very real money. She's very, she very rich now. So we've got that. So we're going to talk about the casting with Bullet Train. And then after that, we're going to talk about Sydney Sweeney and some problems that she has uh, with she's her broke. finance. She, she's broke. She's on Euphoria and she's broke. So we're going to do that. We're going to do Podlock. we got a bunch of other stuff. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Are you ready, Mary? Oh, we're ready. Ready. Lauren, are you ready? Never been more more re readier. More ready. Don't talk to me. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. But first, readier. but first, <laughs> we've got some chat. What, what we we've found got chat formations. What we found out earlier is that uh, Lauren may be a, uh, a woman of culture, but she had She's never heard of. She is uninitiated to the joys of the world that is. Chet Hanks. So the first thing we're going to look at today is uh, his newest story, which my favorite part being that uh, he seemed to do it right after a workout. Like he, he gets done. <laughs> he's out of breath. He, and he's, he's just screaming. And his uh, his motto is you have to you have to stay sober and get jacked. So if you're going to do that, what better way to to tell people your story than by doing it right after you work out? Yes. So we are going to go through and we are going to talk about what Chet had to say at like three in the morning when he got up. <laughs> 
So which excuse is it today? Which is gonna be the, the one that you pick and put on like your fucking clothes this morning for why you can't do it. For why you can't do it with the fucking simple things that you know you have to, just show up. What's gonna be the one you pick? You're fucking tired. You're tired, I'm fucking tired too. But I'm not as tired in my body as I am of living knowing that I'm a half-assed bitch. <laughs> Nothing makes me more tired than that. A funny thing happened today. I actually woke up He's at 4.30 by myself. My he switches alarm the angle to the other side of his face. I just like, wake up at 4.30. Like the Blair Witch. I've been less than yeah. three hours of sleep. Now, how is that? How the fuck is that? That I could naturally wake up without even my alarm going off 15 <laughs> minutes before my set wake-up time. It's because that higher self is becoming in, is becoming ingrained in me. It's becoming ingrained in the fabric of my fucking being, which is the wow. point of this whole shit. That so true, King. I love it. Today, love it. knowing <laughs> that it would be difficult for me to wake up, I set like six fucking alarms. First one at 445. But I just wake up naturally at 430. He doesn't wait for the my alarm. higher self knows <laughs> that it's going to be difficult this morning. And he needs me to wake the fuck up. Because I got to fucking hold my word. And I got to set the example to you guys. So without even me even having to fucking have my alarm go off, my higher self just goes, wake up. <laughs> wake the fuck up. So it proves to you guys that this shit can be done. Let's fucking get it. If you're ready to have that higher self start integrating, integrating, downloading, into your fucking being, stone cold fucking sober. You think you need to fucking go take ayahuasca or fucking trip on microdose on shrooms or acid to feel some type of to feel some type of fucking high high level fucking spiritual mystical experience? Guess what? I'm feeling this shit twenty four fucking seven <laughs> at three four fucking getting intimidated four thirty in the morning. I feel like he's walking just around me, just staring at me, huffing and puffing. <laughs> Quit the fucking excuses. Sarcane. Let's get it. Wow! I, I just made that my new alarm. The the, the best part 24. is <laughs> if you if you use an Instagram story for more than a minute, it stops and you have to start over. Yeah. Which means he at least once had to like finish, keep being out of breath, and restart the story. That is dedication to one's craft. Yeah. I'm obsessed. He's, I love how emotive he is. It's like, it's, it's not. He's easy. just a real human being. Uh, he's like a new Jordan real Peterson. Dude. He's I can very relate. motivating. I can relate. Yeah, My really higher good. self woke me up at 11 a.m. this morning and told me I had to go eat pancakes. And you know that's integrated into my soul. <laughs> See, I, me and Chet are one. Lauren's like, alike. I had my alarm set for noon, but I got up at 11 because my higher self said I needed Wake pancakes up! this morning. Wake up! I just Wake heard up! Chet Hanks in the back of my head screaming. That's, that's <laughs> what you need. Everyone needs that. And uh, so, so Chet, uh, He's again. He's replaced my internal monologue. <laughs> it's just Chet. So, uh, there, there's that great video from like Aiden Paladin where she talks about how there's people who don't have internal monologues. Now I'm picturing that. I'm not an NPC. I'm just a Chet PC. There's two types of people now. There's people that have no inner monologue and then those who have... Chet Hanks as their inner monologue. True. Did yeah. you know there are people that can't visualize things either? Yeah. I can't visualize yeah, like they, they a three-dimensional like, apple. Yeah, they view things yeah. as like binary code and they only discovered this because there was an artist who got in a car crash who lost the ability to visualize oh, wow. and then doctors were like, oh shit, like this is a thing? Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you literally, they just think like binary code says beach equals sandy, sky equals this, right. you know? That's yeah. how you know who the NPCs are. Yeah, it's scary. They walk among us. Yeah. Could be one, one of <laughs> us among here. Us? Yeah. Among us. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, so it's kind of like, uh, who is it? Phineas Gage got the railroad spike through his, his head and then it changed his personality completely. Like, I wonder if the car accident caused mm-hmm. that for, for yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like so, people who wake up speak Russian all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 They can Weird. be LA dancers all of a sudden. Yeah. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about today, now that we've done our, our Chet Hanks uh, Chet formations and, and we're all ready to get started today, we're going to talk about how uh, American culture is once again losing another staple, and that's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, so it says, sources claim that Grand Th- uh, that Rockstar Games plans to introduce female, protag- female protagonists and neuter offensive content that punches down in Grand Theft Auto 6. I, I did uh, T-Rex, T-Rex hands already. Hands. Uh, the, the idea here is basically you can't have anything fun anymore. There is no, there is no fun anymore. And, and the culture of the workspace, like we were talking yesterday about Shawn Mendes and like he's like, I'm taking a break <laughs> for my mental health. I wonder if like sometimes you just have to have like a, a horrible environment to, to create certain things that end up being important. Oh, right? like the crunch time culture yeah, well, well, yeah, in games? Yeah. Is like, that the, what you mean? Yeah, because they talk about it in the article. I mean, I looked at the uh, Bloomberg article that this one referenced, and the the title of it calls it a frat boy culture at Rockstar Games. And I feel like that this is them not being able to decide how they want to stereotype these people mm. in the video games industry. Are they basement dwelling incels or are they these like chatted up frat boys who are like misogynist pricks uh both uh, pick one Uh, they they think both they think both. Uh, and, and basically, their irreverence is basically not allowed anymore. No, you're not allowed to have fun. And there, there was originally going to be a mode for the game that was like called Cops and Robbers, where like you can yeah. be in te- bands of cops or bands of robbers. That was insensitive because of something that happened in 2020. Yes, uh, the same group anyway. Yes. So, so, uh, so it says after the death of George Floyd and subsequent <laughs> riots, the studio allegedly halted plans for the Cops and Crooks mode for Grand Theft Auto Online. Senior executives were concerned how releasing such a mode. Where teams play, team players fought against each other, and teams of police and police officers and criminals would be taken at the time. The problem is the game isn't even out yet, and it's now been close to three years since then. And culture changes so fast here. We talked about that yesterday. This is like, like Ezra Miller's The Flash. Yeah. yeah. In video games, Ezra Miller is so fun. We oh, talk about him so much. He's so fun. He, he gets, he gets <laughs> a, a lot of. It's just still a developing story, by still. the way. Is he, he, is he still airplane. menacing Hawaii? No, he went to his farm in Vermont and then started housing a single mom and her three children between ages of one and Does five. Does he still have the like indigenous girl he kidnapped? Yes. Uh, possibly at the farm. On, at yeah. the cult. And, and I love when people start cults. <laughs> yes. so He's my just favorite. the new Jim Jones. That's <laughs> the, so fun. The best but they part. have like bullets and guns strewn about the place. He has an illegal cannabis company. Um, yeah. Well, at least Hawaii. The is dad safe. of those children is still in Hawaii trying to get custody. It's crazy. Have you ever gotten those like four? pushed notifications on your phone there was just a shooting near my house the other day and it went like beep 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 stay out of this area yeah i feel like every time (laughs) he arrives in uh hawaii there should be one of those alerts yeah take cover ezra Ezra miller any bars (laughs) and for the love of god don't do karaoke because he will beat you up (laughs) (laughs) ezra miller landed in hawaii it's like pearl harbor again (laughs) (laughs) oh no my favorite was the one of him like it's like they're showing like his mugshot on the TV and the camera pans and it's him at like another Dude, bar outside just, a house. He's just vibing while, while, like, while they're just... looking at his degeneracy on the TV. That's a, that's that's a vibe. Did he ever get arrested when they were looking for him? Oh yeah. Like, oh no, 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 not, no, not, not since that. they no. started looking for no. him to serve in papers. Then did they ever serve him? 
No, oh, not man. to my knowledge. They, they never man. confirmed whether they actually served in papers or not, wow. just that they were trying to. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter anyways because the girl's over 18 and the, the, the protective right. order that they got didn't really But there's have another protect, protective order for someone who's currently 12 years old. The 12 years so. old, yeah. uh, I thought it was hysterical. What a based yeah. move to come out and say, like, the police are actively looking at you, looking for you, and he just puts out on his Instagram, can't touch me. I'm in another realm. Yeah. I am on so based. much drugs. I have ascended to another realm where the police cannot he touch me. He is literally me. like the guy with the AR-15 on his weed farm with his husband. He, <laughs> with all his kidnapped children. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the kidnapped oh, children. The, the, parts, libertarian, the libertarian dream, poster boy. Right? Yeah, they're like, he's, he wants to. I mean, to... maybe with the children. I don't know. If he just put the children in bauxite mines, he'd be okay. <laughs> Not violating any NAP. Get them to sign contracts under duress. No worries. <laughs> so uh, does does the part about them changing the culture around the games? Do you think that ends up making a product inferior by ch- like by proxy, just because they can't control how the how the products are getting made now? And the moment you stifle creativity, mm-hmm. it stops being organic. Yeah, it seems like they couldn't even fulfill the whole map they were building, right? Yeah, uh, and without crunch time and, yeah. and actually limiting, you know, allowing these people to actually live lives, they're yeah. not getting products out in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, they have to be treated like slaves. That's what I'm saying. Like, is are that you like, like yes. pro? No, I'm not. What I'm game <laughs> developer <laughs> slavery. What yes. I'm saying is Sweatshops. that. <laughs> there, there's a certain amount of like, is the mental health benefits like these companies? They thank you. They talk about earlier well, you have, on, you know, free days for menstrual leave. So yes, that should make up for it, right? And, and, and the idea that for them, like you either party hard. They talk about how it was a frat boy culture, and that everyone there would basically work their asses off, and then to blow off steam, go to the strip club. Uh, <laughs> why must that change? If the people who were doing it loved it, does it really have to change? If they yeah. were still doing that, yeah. we would have a side quest where you got to play as George Floyd. That oh, would have yeah. <laughs> Yes. Dark. Dark. <laughs> yes. And you then get like, to choose, am I going to use the fake bill or not? Hmm. Yes. Am I going to resist arrest? <laughs> hmm. Am I going to take four times the lethal dose of fentanyl? The more hmm. trouble you get and the authorities actually help you. Yeah. yeah. Everyone gives you money. They also talk about how they're, they're going to stop punching down in jokes and that's a huge problem to me. It's like, and the whole point is that these jokes I need jokes an example because I need to understand what they mean by punching yeah. down. That that you can uh, that that you can't depict any group uh, in any negative light unless it's uh, I guess you'd say straight white men. That's probably what they're talking about here. Well, yeah, because all of the diversity stuff, it's never pro diversity. It's just getting rid of white dudes. Yeah, yeah. who looked good in the Grand Theft Auto ever though? But who whoever looked thank good you, in Grand Theft thank Auto? Thank you. Did anyone? Well, th- there was a, there was a meme <laughs> that says like a, there was a guy who posted like to their official Twitter account where they're like they're going to be less uh, insensitive to other groups. He's like, we are now going to be less insensitive to you racially as we run you over with a truck in right. the game. What yeah. about yeah. sex? It makes workers. no sense to the right. actual message. They yeah. disparage sex workers in GTA. Yes. What's their uh, excuse well, for they, that? they also they also censored. Um, I would say they gave them a voice. Yes. Well, they oh, they're really? there. A yeah, platform. they're on the street. Yeah. It says <laughs> in necessary. The, there was a thing in an old thing of, uh, of Grand Theft Auto where they appear to have disabled the trans caricatures or drag queens from spawning outside oh, like this, so the idea here is like uh, a Grand Theft Auto kind of satirized all of American culture at once like all the characters were hyper uh, unrealistic versions of what you would imagine like uh, a MAGA wearing uh, MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter would look like they censored the Confederate flag they took the Confederate flag wow. out of the the other version of the game. It's like, see, even when you're poking fun at it, you can't yeah. include see, it. Yeah, this would be fun. I, I think the female protagonist idea is a fun thing. Like, if you made her, like, you know, you get to play mm. as a hooker or whatever and go yeah. through her adventures yeah. of, like, going sleeping with and killing guys and taking their money or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, just obviously have everyone as degenerate as right. everyone else. But, then, the but the problem is, yeah, they're going to get mad and be like, 
uh, we're portraying this woman yeah. as this like horrible person that's like sleeping with men to kill them and steal How their money. You. This is disgusting. She has to be some Mary Sue BS character, and yeah. then all the guys get to be trash, that's which is a, equal representation <laughs> of degeneracy. I want to be represented in yes. this game. We're all I wanna, it's all our worst that's when selves. When the consultants yeah. come in and they're like, "This is degrading to women," I don't know if you should release this. Cardi B is a real person who drugs. This is a Cardi B simulator. She drugged plenty of men to to rob them, and yeah. she. She's lauded she's as, a, open, as a, open about it too. She, she's very yeah. She doesn't care. She's oh. like uh, so. Uh, if we're I'm going sure to, she'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, if you appreciate the cameo, how how would that not be like so uh, like just equality, right? If you're allowed to like drive over your hookers with your car in this game, then you know having a Cardi B character that gets to do that stuff that would just be, be like perfect right. equality that is feminism dream. right yeah. there they make her a downloadable character that you can play in the game that you <laughs> she, she just goes around and drugs men and, and robs them but that's by the same principle what about female james bond that sleeps with a bunch of men because that's a that set character. that's an established that's, character that's a, I would an established say. character yeah, you that you're one. taking yeah. you if they want to create some female character with a name that's not like jamie bond as long as it's not <laughs> uh and, and have her yeah. sleep with a bunch of men while going on spy jamie missions bond. i don't think it actually taps into what the uh you know that james bond is the male power fan the that problem is they'd get like uh, three movies in and she'd be pregnant by the third movie uh, and then yeah. they just have to cut yeah. it. And, yeah. <laughs> and then they have yeah. to figure Blacklist. out like who's going to, who, whoever her version of Money Penny, Money Penny is will have to babysit the baby while she goes out on spy missions. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? Isn't that what you want to go spend $10,000 at the movies to go see? No, it is not. Nobody wants to see that. So uh, the culture around the industry is changing, and I, I complain about this a lot. And what you said earlier actually rings kind of true. I do kind of get annoyed when people are like, I'm taking a break for my health. I'm like, oh, you baby. Like, I know that that's insensitive, <laughs> and I don't really mean it per se, but I, I understand now that, like, I look at uh, a lot of these. There was an article in an actor today who, who passed away a lot of years ago because he worked so hard and turned to drugs rather than actually getting help for himself. I don't encourage that or want that to happen in culture, but I do wonder sometimes if a lot of these people, like Shawn Mendes, like people are not going to those concerts now. Money has to be refunded now because you took mm -hmm. a break. Did you not sign up He's, for an obligation? There's a lot more collateral damage in Shawn Mendes breaking off his tour and not returning to it because of all the people that are involved in all these venues and his tour. Like yeah. that, that's mm -hmm. a machine in and of itself. But, um, do you remember what the company was that allowed the paid menstrual leave days? Unlimited paid that, menstrual leave? In uh, that was a video. I think that might have been Blizzard. It wasn't uh, Rockstar, it, right? It might have been Blizzard that offered that. Uh, but Blizzard's also the one that had the Cosby suite and all the, all the, all the bad behavior. It's all the video game companies are just, were just filled with bad behavior because it was an industry that blew up very, very fast, mm -hmm. made tons of money. And when you make a bunch of immature people rich very, very quickly, bad stuff tends to happen, as, as we Is know. Is it bad, it's, though? Yeah. No, I Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of like that movie, The Social Network, where yeah. it's like you have that punk rock yeah. kind of work culture, but is that tenable long term? No, yeah. it's not. And, and yeah. that's the thing is like, is this like uh, the corporate structure of it just kind of stifling the mm -hmm. what made it unique? Not just on the yeah. aspect of like their work conditions, because their work conditions should be something that anyone can manage. At the same time, they choose to work those hours, those days. Nobody's making them work that jobs. But does it yeah. end up stifling the creativity of the work? Yes. I would say that what they're doing here and the reaction that I'm seeing from anyone who loved past versions of Grand Theft Auto proves that it's going to stifle creativity and it makes it uh, inauthentic and people can spot inauthentic a mile away. Yeah. Like if there's one thing that you don't really, it's, it's interesting to talk about here, like you don't know why something comes off as fake 
or inauthentic, you know. but you know, and you can't put it into words why. Like, yeah. you see it in movies. Like, I was watching, uh, I, I talk about, like, rewatching The Wire. Everything about The Wire felt authentic in the way it portrayed everyone as kind of a good guy and a bad guy. Now, you could make that same show, and just the time period it's being made in, knowing how executives in that industry work now, it would never come off as authentic the same way it did back then. Yeah, because you can't have complicated characters anymore. Nope. They have to be good guys and bad guys spelled mm -hmm. out clearly for people yeah. because that, half of it is political propaganda, not yep. real stories, sadly. More That's what we were talking it. about with Stranger Things yesterday where people are theorizing that they edited out this scene of Jonathan Byers taking a photograph of Nancy Wheeler undressing in her window, in her boyfriend's window, and they think they edited that out retroactively so that people wouldn't go back to that season later on and give them backlash for having this scene that's like so degrading to women it makes him look like a perv and it's like yeah the scene made him look like a perv yeah. because How he's a flawed he? character yeah. he's a teenager in it they're okay, both right. teenagers he's a flawed character and I pointed back to why is that uh, yeah, to the not Sandlot. able to be portrayed anymore human beings are yeah. complex and do messed up stuff sometimes mm -hmm. even people who are good like and I pointed yeah. to like the character in the Sandlot who like fakes drowning so that he can kiss Wendy Peppercorn on the lips mm, right. uh, and it's like not, would that fly now absolutely not this is like not, kindergarten but, level moralizing yes and yep. it's very very boring mm, yeah. to yep. me no so, it'll kill the art my favorite character in TV is like Cersei Lannister because oh, she man. was one of the first like so females good. that I saw yes. it was like a mother portrayed yeah. as also having this like extremely dark messed up side but mm -hmm. still such a powerful character i was like whoa one of the best intros to any episode ever is when she's standing in the room when they're about to explode that giant yes. like, oh. the music is perfect Boom. it's yeah. like oh man what a cool character she was great, i love yeah. yeah make make that's the thing that people don't realize is they they look at all of these like oh we got to portray people progressively some of the most progressive things you can do is being willing to portray minorities as mm -hmm. villains oh yeah like How actually we understand you're yeah. not just yeah. these, yeah, surface level bullshit characters. They did that well human beings. back yes. in the day. They used to do that very, very well. Yeah. While also portraying them, they can, they're capable of being good guys too, because yeah. that's human nature. It's not unique to any one group. And I don't think you can truly be good if you don't even know if you don't have a side of yourself that you're fighting against that is bad. Yeah. Because like you're not really overcoming anything. You right. don't really have that character arc of right. That's yeah. where the complexity comes in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when that's not there, that's when you know it's inauthentic. The the main characters in the wire, all the cops would drive drunk. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh -huh. very very like I mean yeah. the just like real life. the implication <laughs> the implication is there. You know they don't show them doing that, but they're out like in like an empty like train mm -hmm. yard drinking, very clearly inebriated. Mm -hmm. Like they have to drive to get home. They're putting other people's lives at risk yeah. because they're complex characters that are interesting to watch. Yeah. It gets very boring when everybody's either one side or the other because yeah. you know it's coming even before it happens. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that and it's why I have mm -hmm. such a problem with most of entertainment today and all the stuff that I tend to watch is older because the new stuff's like you know who's going to be good right off the bat. You know who's going to be bad right off the bat and there will never deviate for the fear of uh, the 12 psychos on Twitter who will eventually come and tell you that what you did is hurting or damaging some uh, It's punching somebody. down. And, and they hate that. They hate the, they, they want to uh, uh, only be able to punch at uh, above above your station who they believe to be above yeah exactly like how <laughs> yeah. demeaning is that like any joke you make about my sex is punching down because like we're just inherently below cool great yeah. who's really yeah. spreading the idea <laughs> right. that women are lesser here yeah they're yeah. just exposed <laughs> to, to really back to gta though there are no complex characters in gta there's no character they're development in gta it's not supposed this to isn't be something that we need to worry <laughs> those about. those writers are watching right now like, nor what? is it nor really? is it something that you should like this, this is, is such a nasal navel gazing behavior that 
that we want there to be complexity in Grand Theft, Theft Auto. Auto. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's, yep. it's a, it was never created for that purpose. No, it's, it's like humanizing. Uh, it was like I, I was watching like uh, one of the old original Scream movies the other day. I'm like, they didn't need to humanize those characters either. You're a serial killer. Like I'm like, he talks about that in the movie. He says Thank like, it's guys. a lot scarier when there's no motive, and I'm fine with that. Like I don't think every character needs to be redeemed, and nor does it have yeah. to be super complex if it's a bad guy. Right. So. Yeah. Super chats. Chris said, "A thousand nations of the Chet Empire descend upon you. Our arrows will blot out the <laughs> Thank sun." Thank you. That, that <laughs> indeed. A rallying cry. A better rallying cry has never been said. Uh, Johnny Beck sent us a couple of thumbs up messages. Thank you for that. Hobbit said, "Mandatory f bomb time." That's yes. because uh, we try to avoid swearing, but Chet gets the f bomb pass. That's what we pass out on pop culture is yes. the F-bomb My DMs pass. with Chet look so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, Hello. come on the show, Chet. Come on the show. Do it, Straight Chet. up harassment. We need you. for 2 x said, for Lauren's expensive whiskey in a paper cup fund. True, we did finish it all yesterday. <laughs> Howdy, Shane. More. Try to check out the Skinwalkers Ranch in a future season. Yeah, definitely. Have Looking thoughts into on that? It. Yeah. Uh, Wayward Soul said, I grew up on the Texas-Mexico border. Some of the most badass gangsters were the cholas with the painted on eyebrows and black lipstick. I'm digging the GTA 6 vibe. As long as they do not censor the, mm. the, the actual humor in the show. We'll or, and everyone should be allowed to be uh, their own form of offensive in those games. Uh, Alex Making Beds <laughs> said, some... Happy money for Lauren. <laughs> we no, should have really. brought yeah, up. I'm like super sober. What's this studio <laughs> sucks until you get me happy here. <laughs> we, we should have brought some upstairs. Uh, Edison Wild sent us a super chat with no message. Thank you. Joseph said Shane Simp reporting for duty. Nice. You got wow. Simps in the chat. What? Oh, Whoa. thank you. <laughs> collecting collecting like Simps, that. yeah. Hava Owens said GTA 6 will have a lesbian big booty Latina hero. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> H-O-C. H-O-O-O-O-C. Uh, <laughs> Hobbit said adding degeneracy to the PCC daily word or name list. See, the other day I said all three names. Do we say names. it that often? I, uh, the other day I said all three names at once and I realized that that was a mistake afterwards because if I had, uh, who knows if he would have, maybe he left the chat as soon as I said all three names at the same time. I should have kept him guessing till the end of the show whether we would reveal those three names uh, on the show. She does not know the names, but we're not going what to speak. What are the names? We can't speak them because then he gets he gets a pass. And oh, they're, they're Ezra Miller, Johnny Depp, and Amber Heard. No! You gave, Sorry. Oh, uh, I guess you guys are obsessed, so you got to chill out <laughs> yeah like Basically. they keep account we already mentioned ezra though so whatever one of three well one of four now bad app i wish i could read that so badly because it's funny um i don't want to say it because it's youtube to to uh to youtube uh bad app has a habit of sending super chats in which we cannot read on air because it is uh in a, inappropriate can we like read a it, teletubby version of it you're supposed to punch down to um hurt hookers <laughs> is that to, uh, Too yes, far to Minecraft uh, <laughs> female sex workers. In a, as long as you, you can say anything on the internet, as long as you say in, it, in a video game, yeah. in Minecraft, you're <laughs> sorted, you're good. <laughs> Nathan Koss said, Game of Thrones encapsulates modern entertainment perfectly. It started out amazing because it didn't compromise and it defied expectations in all the right ways. Then modern sensibilities came along. Well, I don't know if I just And the I last, it was the, one of the worst the series finales I've ever seen in my life. Benioff and Weiss, thanks guys. Why was it guys. so bad? Uh, it just seemed like they wrote it in two minutes. 
No, yeah. there's no nothing. There's a great the, video of them doing the nothing. table read for that, and everybody who's on the show just looks miserable. Like this is all like they, they can you can tell that they think the dialogue is terrible. It made no sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nate, thank you. Der, Nate Desharnis said. GTA and The Wire is how I learned about the world. <laughs> Dude, man, man after my own heart right there. <laughs> Dark stuff. Uh, Chris said, Shane, any news on an EPUB version of your book? I have been talking about it and we're going to get it ready. I promise. Because I know there's a lot of you who, and I appreciate this that we don't want to support Amazon. And I want you guys to be able to have the book. So mm. it's in the it's in the works. Not a fan of Amazon. Not a fan of really anybody. <laughs> I was reading um, a, I was reading a thing them. today that uh, <laughs> Bezos's parents just bought a thirty four million dollar mansion. Oh yeah. So yeah, Sick. You, you have contributed to that yeah, in some fashion. So have yeah. I with yep. uh, with the things that I buy. Yep. Burn all my books then, please. <laughs> Waffle Sensei said, content is fake when they weaken the writing on established characters or archetypes to prop up the message they like. Good writing is when you can make all characters robust and intriguing conflict. The weird part about that is in the age of streaming where things aren't just movies anymore, theoretically you should have more time to flesh those characters out and actually build more interesting uh, you know, characters yeah. in shows. It's not but about they don't that, do though. It. It's because they're afraid of the public opinion. In, in movies, it kind of like I understand why they kind of dumb it down because you only have two and a half hours to tell a story or two hours to tell a story. You need to get to the point as fast as possible. When you have eight hours, like I tried to get, I was like, Mary, will you watch the Terminalist? We'll review it. And it's like eight episodes and everyone's over an hour long. I'm like, if there can be character development in eight hours of television, but they don't want to do it. There can be character development yeah. in 20 minutes. That's, well, the problem is, is uh, I, I also think that most of it is also that there's just too much to be worked on now and not like the good writers are only, there's only so many really, really I think they're also lazy. Uh, they're Hollywood relying writers. on big name actors yeah. as well. As if the face will do all the complexity mm. that the writing should I have done. I think that's kind of what they did with The Gray Man with Ryan Gosling. I didn't think now it was it's going that to be, exceptional. Okay. Now they just said it. it's not just getting a sequel. They're turning it into its own expanded universe because everything Dude. has to be a freaking universe. <laughs> the now. multiverse. With I'm pogging right now. With Ryan Gosling? <laughs> uh, yeah, his, his character is getting a spinoff. And then from there, they're moving. I am game. looking forward to the Barbie movie. Is that weird? Me too. I know. Right, I saw some of the Brett, awesome. Brett is mad now because they have inaccurate rollerblades. They do. Oh, my good. Of course. Of I, course. No, it's very <laughs> accurate to the time period. Speaking of movie accuracy, this is a really important question. Okay. I got into a massive debate the other week with, uh, about this on some Twitch panel or whatever. C can there be black elves in Lord of the Rings? Like in Rings of Power, they're doing Yeah, that? they're doing like, okay, I'll, here's my problem. They're putting like four black elves in there. I mean, Where I did they come they... from? <laughs> I don't understand. People are saying it's racist, but I don't understand. At all. Yeah. I don't think they should be messing with the story at all. No, but people are saying it doesn't matter. It, it has nothing to do with the story. They're just putting representation. So why would you care? No, they shouldn't do that. But the world. Why, the so world... you don't support black people being in movies? In Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Because all of the ones before had white people. Like, you're yeah, just okay. yeah, doing that makes, just, It's very contrived. Yeah, that makes sense to me, too. But for some reason, there's like a whole it's half of the internet. In. It's very awkward. It seems like they're forcing it. And also, and the, and the Middle world. Earth is based on... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
like England, you know, the right. English countryside. I could see them like, creating new characters if they want, but for like if they come from some other land that we didn't know about. But it just seems like they're forcing it into there has to be a backstory, right? right? Instead Thank of just you. dropping okay. it in, yeah. Also, it doesn't matter because nobody trusts the executives anymore. So even if it was done uh, organically, nobody's going to buy that. That's what it was meant to be that it, that it was done organically right. because nobody has any faith in the studios that produce these things anymore. Yeah, I hate that. Like Tolkien's estate is in such poor hands. You know. And, yeah. Funny thing, we're going to actually get so into greedy. that. That kind of pushes it into the next topic. So we're going to get okay. right into it. it. Says Bullet Train author defends Brad Pitt casting from whitewash claims. Uh, a lot of people, and I, I think it's fair to have this discussion because a lot of times we talk about like, would they race? You know, I, I said that I had no problem with them race swapping James Bond because I believe that him being British, I have a problem and, with it, and him being male are the most important aspects to that character. Uh, you don't race swap Black Panther because being uh, uh, an African American, that's uh, being black, that's part of what that character is, right? Mm -hmm. It could so be I South African. Think, uh, it could be Elon. <laughs> it could be, but uh, for this, they they re they cast uh, Brad Pitt in this movie, and it, it is a Thank race you. swap. And they did this with other characters in it. So it says Brad Pitt is under fire for allegedly whitewashing Japanese culture in his new his summer blockbuster Bullet Train. But the author of the original source material has stood by the casting. Now here's where I I laugh at this because every time they do this to other to to a white character making them black, the author stands by the casting because they're making a lot of money. To stand by the casting. Mm. They, they understand that. So we have to take this and even if you think that this is okay, you have to understand that he's doing the same thing that somebody else would be doing, just like uh, Neil Gaiman did when they changed the character in the upcoming Sandman movie, right? Or Sandman series. Uh, had you heard of Bullet Train before no. you saw the trailer? No, but this the is, art is fantastic. This is the problem I have with it. Like, these actors, these big names, and the film adaptations bring so much exposure to stories that otherwise would not have been known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really ungrateful to then complain about it because of mm -hmm. their racial, you know, you didn't meet this quota. When, like, they're amplifying a, a story. Yep. And with that, their name and that author and who image. created it is going to get yeah and that author is going to, to be compensated for what they created right. too so it's just ungrateful in 20 years he'll do what the friends creator did and donate yep. lots of money to right some. that was the they donated yeah. that that person donated i forget her name like 20 million to her <laughs> alma mater right, but, her university <laughs> but not only to a specific right, oh, <laughs> to <laughs> was like a specific to like academia. part of the school too african-american like, studies that's what it was thanks for your service to society because uh because of the lack of racial diversity in friends which is of course like, like how was, what's the what's the correlation so uh, they, they, po they point out past examples where this has happened in recent years but it's really funny because they, they they think of all of three examples where like they've whitewashed characters in the last 25 years whereas like going the other direction as we know uh, they're literally Aldous Hodge is playing Hawkman in the, in the, the Marvel way, or in a new DC movie if they wanted Japanese characters to play these characters then a Japanese filmmaker would make this and cast Japanese actors and actresses and it would be in Japanese it would be marketed and in none that of way. the white people but screaming then, about it would watch it yeah <laughs> then they wouldn't make as much money because yeah. Hollywood is the the dominant you know filmmaking center you know, of the you'd world. have this yeah you'd have this Japanese author right now like please shut up shut up shut up white people don't ruin this for me yeah. like I'm about to get this like, match with it and you idiots are gonna <laughs> Japanese people don't give up bleep like if the, Brad Pitt is in Bullet Train no, like they, they're the, stoked they don't care they yeah. If anything, it's positive, yeah. They mentioned Doctor Strange, which of course cast uh, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, and but that like China 
put the kibosh on that real quick because it's a Tibetan character and they're like, not on our watch. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, and then mm. Ghost in the Shell uh, mm. with Scarlett Johansson, who, as we know, bends the knee now every time that they, they call her out as well. Uh, she was going to play the trans character in uh, in a movie and then they, they, they complained enough on Twitter, got her to drop doing that. And apologize. There's like 9,000 rules and no matter how many of them you follow, you will never follow all of them. And that's kind of the point is that There's so it's a much puzzle work that's to unsolvable. Be done. There's did, did, always uh, more work to be done. Did Newsweek write an article about Black Orphan Annie when that came out? No, they did. No, there's actually a, an episode of the show Boston Legal. The very first episode of that show is about a young uh, black girl who does like who tries out to play Annie in a stage production. Uh, and then the whole episode has Jesse, or, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson shows up in the episode, uh, and, and like the the mom is like she was the best singer out of all of them, and half the people are like. That it doesn't matter. The character is uh, is Caucasian in the in the original telling, but then the judge is like, "Well, I mean, Daddy Warbucks is like her adopted father, so does it really matter?" And it was like a whole thing. And this was in like the early two thousands that they hmm. did this whole storyline in a TV show. Uh, but the character, so so the author planting the seeds. Yes. Uh, so the the says. King responded to rumors that she auditioned. This was for, uh, it says, Bullet Train due out, is due out on August 5th based on the novel by Kataro Asaka. Characters played by Brad Pitt and Joey King were originally written as Japanese by Asaka. And I looked it up. They are, I haven't read the book, but they are Japanese in the, in the original telling. Yeah. It says, in 2020, King responded to rumors she auditioned for Avatar The Last Airbender and wrote on Twitter, I do not believe a white woman should play a character of color, not me or any white woman for that <laughs> matter. The tweet has since been deleted as production began... Oh. For on bullet train just like but two months later. But if you give me mo enough money, <laughs> yes, she, she I'll change my tune. Two months later. I so can't stand these people. I can't stand these people. Says, says, I absolutely think charges of whitewashing are accurate, said David Ineau, uh, executive director of Japanese American Citizens League, uh, when, dis when discussing bullet train. He told the uh, As Am News that f uh, foreigners in uh, Gaijin remain a, distinctly mi a distinct minority in Japan and to populate the movie with so many uh, in the leading roles is ignoring the setting. They also ignore that Brian Tyree Henry is in this because uh, he's African-American and they don't want to point out that that's... Mm -hmm. no, right, like that's British. not representation he's, he's not of Japanese culture British. either, but, uh, but it's really just about having less white people in movies. So it yeah. says... Uh, uh, Ino suggested the movie should have taken place on the Akela Express from Washington, D.C. to New York City based on casting. They could have done that, but then it wouldn't be this adaptation. It also speaks to the laziness of Hollywood that somebody couldn't just look this up and write their own movie about being on a bullet train. <laughs> they had to adapt this because they're too, they're, they aren't good true, enough to true. write their own script. So maybe that's yeah. the problem. Like We were talking yesterday about they're making a movie called Samaritan starring uh, Sylvester Stallone. as like a, He's like a retired superhero who's coming out of retirement. It's kind of based on the movie Unbreakable by M. Night Shyamalan. Not based on, it's just an inspiration. It's inspired by, it's inspired yeah. by. But, but the point is like, nobody has a problem with it anymore because you can make a character whatever you want. You can look however you want as long as they don't have a thousand examples in literature or comics to pull from that they can compare to to show what you did differently. Right? Mm -hmm. If you're making something new, people are automatically going to be more forgiving of your material and give you way more yeah. benefit of the doubt. But they just don't have it in them to do that anymore. Because they want the cachet of Marvel in an already established yeah. property. But even this isn't even that. This, it's like, I can understand that no, with Marvel. No, this didn't like, have it. This is just yeah. pure, like, lack in creativity, like, for D sure. DC race-swapping uh, Aldous Hodge to play Hawkman is ridiculous, but at least I get it because mm -hmm. it's a DC property. His That character's name carries some amount of weight and value. Fine, you want to use it to make your marketing easier. Yeah. I get it. I think it's yeah. stupid. But with something like this, it's just a book Maybe that no one's Maybe Bullet Train of. had yeah. like a tiny cult 
fan base. I, think, I have no idea. But I think it's usually lazy when they do this, but yeah. it does happen sometimes. Where like, I mean, Pitt did World War Z. I kind of like that movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I also really like War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise, and that was based on a mm. story, you know. And that movie is kind of terrifying. It's got one of the craziest sounds ever with the aliens. So sometimes it works out. Yeah. And I, ha- I, I there it really is. like bro- wow. Are you what is happening? It's oh. a crisis party. We got to dance this now. Sorry, get it now. It means we reached our 100 benchmark. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank Man. you, guys. I'm Thank like you. PTSD in <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> the, cops, the cops are here. She, ducks under she gets the under the table. <laughs> uh. So, uh, so he, keeps, uh, he, t- he says, while some have expressed <laughs> anger made that made claims of whitewashing the original novel, uh, the original novel's author, Isaka, is seemingly fine with the casting changes made for the movie. He says, I don't have any... Fe- Damn. I have not y- let your nice. yet learned how to work through the crisis party. Uh, it says, I don't have any feelings of people wanting to understand Japanese literature or culture, Isaka told the New York Times. It's not like I understand that much about Japan either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Oh, cool. yes. Uh, it says, he also expressed hope that the adaption of Bullet Train uh, could lead English-speaking audiences to his many novels, which are bestsellers it, in it, Japan. And it absolutely will. It will. Just like what you were saying. It will bring people to the yeah. original, and that's, I think, all that matters. And it's only Western the, uh, audiences that are whining about it. Oh, they yeah. whine about everything. And I do recommend... True. But uh, they'll still watch it and consume it, so we should just learn right. to not care. I'm excited exactly. for Bullet Train. Yes. Exactly. The the set design and the, colors, and, and like the so, color grading is yeah. very, very good. It looks fun. Uh, yes. So... Yeah. Uh, anything like that in the trailer looks very very good as well like i think they showed too much in both of the trailers i think we're gonna review it you got that uh off uh fairly easily dane would be a oh dane should child. be because people don't realize one. you're supposed to pull it up not turn it mm. yeah just take one but i've taken like 10 <laughs> which colors does it blue all blue we'll write that down write that do down. you hate me write that down uh, wait, Whoa. what's going on? <laughs> what am what I down here? are you here? a part of? Is there about to be another <laughs> no, just, crisis party? It, it's, it's very just, interesting. It's noted. It's very it's interesting. Noted. Anyways. It's very interesting. Wait. Wow, you guys are like building an experiment up here? What is going on? <laughs> There's a... There, it's like it's like an old insect You're actually joke. microdosed. In a, <laughs> oh my God. Five minutes. Don't even joke about something Crazy. Like that. <laughs> Uh, but like, there's like a, a TV show that I used to watch where the guy would he put a gumball like he was a, a college an adjunct college professor and he put like a thing of gumballs and then every time somebody would take one he'd ask them what color they took and then he'd write it down and go huh interesting <laughs> and he wouldn't ever tell them what he was talking about it That's would just hilarious. make people feel really really insecure about whatever they just did yeah, we're gonna like do that. the same this thing is like with some solid social manipulation I like it yeah <laughs> good work. When we do the same thing with M&Ms, if you pick a green one, then you're really, you're going to be on a watch list. Why can't it be hot? Why can't they wear the sexy white go-go boots? Sexy white go-go boots. <laughs> Why? Uh, so, th- like I said, it doesn't bother me wh- when they when they do the race swaps if it doesn't affect, like, the if it's not a main part of the character's full story. Like I said, with James Bond, I don't think it's as important. I got into a lot of trouble in the chat. People did not like my You got in trouble that. after the show when I went off yeah. on you. Uh, and I was like, I was like, whatever. It, it doesn't bother me. As long as then they don't make it part of the I character. I think him nah. being white is just important as important to his character as him being British. I, it like, was always part of the character. I think the British means more. I mean, that one doesn't really bother me as much. Yeah. Like, but sometimes it's just like if if it's beyond he's just being aesthetic. He's supposed to be upper crusty and upper crusty yes. British. That's white. He is no. He's like totally. no, If it were like a regular white person, like you picked your average American and that were just James Bond, you could switch him out with anyone, no yeah. problem. Yeah. British people are like a different creature. They're yeah. like, but <laughs> 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 they're a different species. <laughs> he's up there with with Henry Cavill, and now they're saying Henry Cavill likely won't come back as Superman. So he'll have to he'll have to lose some of the Come muscle because James Bond isn't like that's Henry the only Cavill's Superman I liked. Are, I know, right? Uh, Henry Cavill's arms I think are a little too big for. I don't think you James can do Bond. Sherlock and James Bond. You know, they, yeah, but he's not really Sherlock. He's Sherlock adjacent to Enola Holmes. 
I guess. Like, that's not I, really like still, nobody remembers him playing Sherlock. Yeah, Holmes. I was thinking. I was. I didn't until uh, yeah. you said Enola Holmes. I didn't. I was like Henry Cavill Sherlock. Yeah, that is like with buff the Sherlock. One is on the way. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. With uh, what's her name? I never finished the first one. With Millie honest. Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. yeah. She got. I like, think the it was largest. only a hit at first because people were stuck at home and there were no other options. Yeah. But to stream that one. Yeah. But, uh, but like we'll she, see. we'll see what happens. I've been in a rewatching second. some oldies lately on Netflix, really like scraping the bottom of that barrel. <laughs> like what? I rewatched you all get of, rid of Merlin. Your Merlin oh, is actually sick. Merlin. Okay, <laughs> it's actually such a good show. Don't at me. Guinevere in that show. They, they race swap Guinevere. In Did that they? Show. Yes. Uh, the In that show. And it doesn't matter because it was like, you knew that the executives at that time didn't give a crap. They just yes. hired someone. That was the, that was the early 2000s, man. That is a, that should, the, 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 some of the worst set design in the history of television. <laughs> and I don't care one the bit. It's incredible. Everything. But the, uh, you know why I liked it? Every episode, it was like this like great moral battle of I need to sacrifice myself yep. to save my best friend. And every time they do it, every time they do the right thing, every battle, they don't like torture anyone. They just punch them out. And I was like, this is the wholesome content that I need in my life <laughs> right now. Is it friendly? Every other show. I feel like what, ha yeah, it is. You got, you had like um, Quentin Tarantino hit this like peak of gore and violence and mm. like shocking content. And then yeah. everyone kept trying to hit that peak too, to the point that it got boring. Kind of like when guys watch porn and then just can't have sex anymore because it, all of it is boring to yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> except for this like crazy, unless it's like <laughs> tentacle same hentai. Same thing's happening with cinema. <laughs> yeah, same tentacle thing's happening with hentai. cinema. So when I went and I watched Merlin, I was yeah. like, this is actually like a really lovely new experience to wholesome. see something that is entirely wholesome. And his friend, I'm and, loving it. And he just treats his friend just treats him like crap, and he helps him anyways. Yeah, so it's fun. beautiful. He's I literally love it. he's he's the servant to uh, uh, I always forget that uh, Arthur. Yeah, to, to Arthur, and like the, he just. Did doesn't treat him well, this? but he just he loves him. I anyway. never watched it's Merlin, but it's making me want to go back and watch Xena. <laughs> I I love that era of you don't use twist. Nails. Twist. She's got it. What happened? It was so easy to open before. Because she, she ate the blue ones. It's because she ate the blue one. Yeah. No, that's why oh, we had yeah. to write it down. There's still yep. some blue ones left. Is this a social experiment? Yeah. yeah she shrunk no. too. <laughs> They're much smaller now. What is happening? Stop asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. It was so easy to open before. <laughs> this is awesome. You got it. It's almost there. Such They're gonna go flying. It's gonna make for great. Oh. Okay, no. Oh, I highly recommend going YouTubes. watching Merlin. It's yeah. kind of like in the vein of like when I mentioned like Warehouse 13 or Eureka, and like there's just there's an innocence to the sci-fi mm -hmm. and, and story and genre yeah. storytelling of that age where I put that that on at night because I don't want to think hard about mm -hmm. really really deep social issues. I just want to watch funny interesting people have funny interesting conversations with people that they get along with. It's is it great for like uh, deep. Uh, in demand cinema? No, but it was great for its time. Trying to and think, I think the last we would be thing better I watched. Getting back to that. To maybe The Witcher was the last thing I watched where I got that experience. Witcher's no. a little darker, but Wh it was good. Was it darker? I, way I, darker. Yeah. Way darker. I enjoyed that. Okay. Shane is desensitized. I can't. <laughs> exactly. You got that Quentin Tarantino desensitization. Uh, yeah, right. The, <laughs> the CGI in Merlin is enough to make you laugh, not just the dialogue. It's so bad. When the dragon showed up yeah. for the first time, I was like. All right, power through. It literally <laughs> we can make it. Looks like they I made like it. that more than just the CGI throw yeah. up of Doctor Strange, for well, instance. Mm -hmm. Without the budget back then, they had to integrate it more cleverly. And in this case, like the dragon only ever shows up in one place ever. <laughs> yeah. And it, look, it looks like it was made in after, like Adobe That's After funny. Effects. It, it does not look like it was done on any type of professional program. But it's it's beautiful. That's it's, awesome. it's a great show. So I recommend everyone. Like when go things in. don't take themselves too seriously. Yes, it was it was just great for its time. Yeah. yeah. Super chats. Waffles Sensei said, an example is when they make strong women characters 
by making weak men characters. In Ooh. does he mean in comparison? Yeah, so they 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 make they elevate yeah. them by by degrading the male characters in in the product. It's like uh, did you what did you see Terminator Dark Fate? Uh, where like she degrades motherhood and they kill off John uh, John Connor like Connor in like the first five minutes of the show. That's a very good example. Okay, have you guys ever watched the Caitlin Riley How Women Are Written in Sci-Fi Movies video? Mm-hmm. Can you bring that up? Mm-hmm. You guys will die. This is so important. Is it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. It's like a five sec. It's uh, fifty seconds. Um, bad app. Caitlin I can't Riley. read that. Yeah, I, can I send it to you? Is it possible? <laughs> uh, I like just look, look up How Women Are Written in Sci-Fi <laughs> Movies on YouTube. It'll come up. <laughs> Can you can you give us another uh, I don't want to get version? banned on YouTube. Though. Come on, let's the first one there. Walk on that high wire. I don't know. I told you it's really times, Michael. Oh jeez. I can't get married right now. I'm a scientist, but I'm also a woman. <laughs> I can't be both at the same time. None of it makes any sense. I love Listen, this. I'm either wearing a nondescript shirt or an army jacket. There is no in between. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar you're never going to see me in heels. Why? Because I need to find the equation. I've got it. <laughs> My father was a scientist and he also worked here and I know that that's the only reason I got the job because that's the only way that this would make sense in the storyline of this film. It wouldn't make sense if I was just a scientist on my own and my parents were like a mechanic or something. There has to be a lineage of some kind because I'm a woman. But please listen to me. We have to get in the planes now. I'm not good at communicating. I'm a woman, but I'm a scientist. I can't be good at my job and be nice. Oh man. They can never be nice. Anyways, that's I can't be good at my job and be nice every time. Jurassic World Dominion. The 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 the, they make women look like sea words. Yes, Yes. on purpose because you can't be strong and uh, feminine or uh, compassionate. You have to be uh, a guy in a girl's body. Yes. Find me the equation. I will never wear heels. (laughs) Also, uh, they they started this like 20 years ago. Like any female cop character has a guy's name. It's always Danny. Yeah. Yeah, They never give them actual Max, Danny. It's it's always a guy's name that's that's dual. That defeminization. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh, like I I mentioned uh, Dark Angel, which was like a 2000s James James Cameron sci-fi show starring Jessica Alba, and her character's name's Max. I'm like, of course it's Max. Mm. But at least then the character was written really really well. Uh, before every character on TV sounded like Joss Whedon wrote them. I that's, that's might the be remembering part. this wrong, but I think Arrival had a really great woman character. Amy Adams with yeah. the aliens come down. Yeah. Like, I, th- I love that character, and that movie was amazing. That, she looks like Elizabeth Olsen, like a ton. She does. She does uh, yeah. She's oh funny. Gosh. She does good stuff. All right. Super chat. Um, yeah, I skipped bad apps. Hobbit oh, uh, riffed on that, saying the black elves come from the DMT elves dimension. Mm. Um, Caper2x said, I. Dark elves, those belong to the unseely court. Whenever people are now what? talking about Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, I'm so like, I actually get really happy that I don't care because you I'm literally watching them being de- like destroyed for the sake of these corporations that don't give a crap about them. And I see these people who love it just like crying into their hands. At least they're not like the Star Wars fans who eat up all this Disney crap. That's though. well, it's, it's, I mean, it's they like they have a strong faction of like people who will always like. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Disney Star Wars. They love. There's like I don't. I'll never I'll get take Jeff anything. Bezos. Who are those people? Yeah. NPCs? What do they do on a day-to-day basis? Mm, yeah. uh, they go on Twitter. What are their little lives? Uh, they're bots. <laughs> or they, like, they how do they make, <laughs> have you seen that video where that guy is like, how do they make it more and more epic every time? And he starts like crying. At the, <laughs> like, they're trailer. the guy on Reddit that's like, I finally, after six months, convinced my wife to let me buy the $3,000 Lego set. She said I had to get a vasectomy. Literally that. <laughs> my oh. wife's boyfriend bought it oh. for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lindsay said, so glad I'm catching the show live today. Love pop culture crisis. And I'm a big fan of Lauren's work too. Thank you. Uh, Graffer said, why are there no black elves in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? So true. Hmm, Peter Jackson was a racist. Well, this is like (laughs) another thing that would never be able to be made today because of the lack of interference from the studio. They allowed him to make the movies he wanted to make that felt authentic Uh to the time. Can't have that. You cannot have that now (laughs) because the IP is more important than all of it and they need to control it at every turn. I think we need to make a white Black Panther. Yes. Like a, a well, South no, like African complete, yes. Yeah. Well, like it, make it Rhodesia. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> getting spicy. Crispy Leg Transport LLC said this show is fantastic. I listened to Shane's story about the gold and where can I find Lauren's body of work? Uh, if you look me up on the internet, Lauren Southern, and you go to like page twenty on Google, you might be able to find it because <laughs> they've suppressed it so bad. Use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> yeah. You use DuckDuckGo or like Brave or something like well, that. Yeah, Duck, yeah, Duck, yeah. Uh, or too. at Lauren underscore Southern on Twitter, you can find my or stuff just there. Look at the first page of results, but ignore it completely. Right? <laughs> don't believe anything you read yeah, about yeah, me. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not kill those refugees. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. Waffle Sensei said, "Are there?" Are they underground elves? Are Thank they you. drow, dark elves? Are they desert elves? I don't care. If they make black elves in Lord of the Rings, but now they're going to have to make sense of it. Wasted screen time. Hmm. I mean, hmm. I'm not familiar True. enough with the lore yep. to know what would make sense with the rest of it. Um, Bad absolute, uh, yeah, well, he almost I, said one that you could say. I guess you can say it if you, if you adjust the name. <laughs> I'll say the name. Who is this person? This person's Shane. great. <laughs> he loves. He yeah. is. He just loves sending chats that don't get read. <laughs> it's he his just, favorite it's thing his to favorite do in the entire world. That's valiant, sir. Um, <laughs> Shane Assman Uh-oh. can pillage my Confederate gold. <laughs> oh, nice! And here I am. Cool. Yeah, perfect. Um, Compliment if I ever I've heard that. one. Appreciate it. <laughs> Eric Odolsky said, "Wasn't Mary Jane from Spider-Man race swapped? I didn't mind that for that character." Um, are they referring to MJ played by Zendaya? Uh, Probably, that's yeah. a different version. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Mm. <laughs> I just watched Euphoria for the first time, and Zendaya is actually a good actress. Mm. See? Somebody, no, somebody I think crazy. her scenes I've... are like waiting for a laugh track on a Disney show. So. <laughs> I, don't, I, I actually surprisingly really liked Euphoria. We're going, to, like, we're going to be talking about that next. True, like, true, dude, actually. Have some variety. I, you actually do, do that again. You're pretty good at it. Like... <laughs> That's the, she just looks like the, a troll, like a goblin. That's the first scene. But she's like, drugged out the whole time. I get time, it, but so. like, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like offensive to drug addicts. <laughs> in her uh, first appearance in Spider-Man, that's literally the face she makes to Peter like, Parker. That's the like, only yeah. face she makes. It doesn't matter what character she plays. Yep. Um, well, you, good, good work if you can get it. Good work if you can make that much money making yeah. the same face all the True. time. I, I respect the hustle. I just think it's extremely vulgar. But we're going to get to Sweet, Sydney Sweeney in a yes. second. Uh, Clint Torres sent us a thunderstorm emoji. 
Will Berry said, y'all tell Tim that if he really wants to stop giving money to companies that hate us, have the IT guy set up a Plex server for y'all. From there, you get to decide what is on your streaming service. Sky's the limit. Sending it to him right now. Yep, no. we're on it. I'm on it. Actually, I think you should send that to pitches at timcast.com. <laughs> Eventually, one day that will just be filled with everything that you could ever want on the pitches. Uh, you know. <laughs> Slav K. Nikki. It'll be like the library of Alexandria. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, Slav K. Nikki said, considering I got my ex-fiance into a research position at a university, <laughs> that video was a hard oof. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. All right. So since we were talking about uh, Euphoria, we are going to get into this article where Sydney Sweeney talks about how she just can't seem to make ends meet. And that is a problem. She said, uh, I barely earn enough to survive. She does. How much is she earning? Does it say in this article? Um, enough to have a very big man. Los Angeles. Want to go ahead and leave this one? Well, some people sure. make stupid financial decisions. Yeah. So she did yeah. an interview with The Hollywood Reporter that begins in the setting of a rooftop bar at a Manhattan hotel that they make sure they stress is very modest. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the middle of it, th she gets all of her designer clothing for their photo shoot shipped to the front desk. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how hard it is to make it in Hollywood. Um, and I, I appreciate part of this interview that talks about humble beginnings. Um, she comes from a very lower middle class upbringing. And wow, the, what? why was that one so long? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and she has been acting since she was uh, 14 years old, I believe, and she's 24 now. Um, Her side note, I think it's weird that all of the characters in Euphoria are like way older than the characters they yeah. play. Um, How old is Sydney Sweeney? She's 24. Okay. Um, so she also mentioned that she just bought her first home. It's a $3 million mansion in LA. But she can't make and ends meet. she's talking about how she can't make ends meet because if she wanted to take a six month sabbatical from acting, she wouldn't be able to afford it. Um, how many episodes were in season one of Euphoria? Uh, I didn't watch Euphoria, I'm not sure. So she, um, so the the idea here is like I, I laugh at the idea of like middle class people being like yes that would be terrible if I right. wasn't able to just and then take six months off. She, <laughs> she starts complaining about how um, people are driving by her house and taking pictures of it and paparazzi are waiting outside because she doesn't live in a gated community. Oh. Okay, wait. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna defend her here. I think everything everything she's saying is completely legitimate. Okay. So she made about two hundred thousand off of season one of Euphoria, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think she they upped her to three hundred and fifty thousand for season two. So this is a per couple episode. years of what? No, no, no. She was making twenty five thousand per episode for season okay. one. Half a lot of that is going to be cut out of there for taxes, right? Mm -hmm. So she's actually yeah. going to be making like yeah. not a massive wage. Well, we're, yeah, we're talking like a hundred thousand something. Well, then that's what her you were saying earlier. She's living paid, beyond her, her means. Her publicist gets paid. Yep. Now she has a mortgage that gets yep. paid. Right. Um, she and she's having to be manager. around people that are going to already be a lot of people in Hollywood are already people that are friends, families, whatnot yeah. with celebrities. They're going to have a lot of financial backing. They're going to have and she's going to try to be keeping up with this lifestyle right. of the people around yeah. her yeah. to try to stay within the click because if you're out of the click you're not getting jobs anymore so she'd absolutely be living barely enough to survive everything's also, relative within that world right, yeah. Yeah. she also and mentioned they, they that the network doesn't pay for nope. her to be doing press for the show yeah. that's she has crazy. to pay for all her own hair and makeup, travel 
et cetera. Yeah, that's security. This is a huge thing I realized when I kind of blew up on the internet, especially like years, every video I'd post would get like massive views when I was relevant back in the day. <laughs> like 2016, 2017, I was like, oh my gosh, I make no money because I didn't really know how to make money on YouTube then. Mm -hmm. And I have no security. Yeah. I can't afford security. I'm making like nothing. And I have people showing up at my house, leaving notes on my freaking door, stalking me, wanting to kill me. Yep. Like this is, it, it, there's this really weird disconnect where like being famous used to be connected with this whole industry behind you where, yeah, you would absolutely have like seven security guards. They'd set everything mm -hmm. up for where you went. Now you've got famous people that have none of the institution behind them and they're just floundering yeah. and don't know what they're to do. And I gutters. think this but is a good example. Here's my mm -hmm. issue. Like she didn't have to buy a $3 million mansion. No, she didn't. She totally. could have gotten something much yeah. smaller in a gated community. But, but the people that, around her are all doing that. Yeah, so that she's like of, just mentally like skewed, right? Is that part of her needing to keep up appearances to stay part of the in-group? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and also they point out like because this is streaming and the, and the dynamics of pay in relation to streaming are different than they used to be on network TV. There will be no residuals. There will be no royalties for anything like this. Mm. You're getting a but flat rate and then she's else. also a really big name right now because of euphoria. And she, yes, she's taking advantage of that. She said she takes brand deals because she has to. She has one with Armani. She has one with Mew Mew. I have to take this brand deal with Armani, she says. No, yeah. like, oh my gosh. You, right? no, like, I'm, not, I'm not crying for her. I, I don't feel bad. She's doing fine, obviously, yeah. but like there it, are valid it's just good to sure. consider like the how she could get to that position where yeah. despite making a good Pub amount of money she's feeling that way publicist lawyer manager all of them taking a cut along the way the government takes she said she pays her publicist more than her mortgage yeah monthly so oh, okay yeah so she would genuinely be making very little money if uh, unless uh, we'd have to consider the brand deals and stuff because she'd be making good money on those yeah and then the agents also secure the brand deals for her too well if, if the if she buys a home for three million and the mortgage is like whatever her down payment on that was they mu there must be some indication in her mm -hmm. bank statements that she has enough that they believe could cover uh that, that she'll be able to make those payments on a monthly basis right like yeah. you can't even get an apartment anymore <laughs> without making three times what your what your monthly mm -hmm. rent is. so what she means by i earn barely enough to survive is not i earn barely enough to survive i earn barely enough to survive at a celebrity lifestyle to keep up in yeah. this insulated culture yeah. Yeah. yeah you look at hollywood where like the the big name celebrities live in these large mansions and the people who they work with every day live in the slums of those cities mm -hmm. because they're paid so little in relation to what it costs to live there like i'll, I'll never forget going to uh I, I did some filming in la for my movie borderless and we actually hired the uh room that they filmed um Batman in and had the car come up with all the lights above oh, we cool. used that studio and uh, we went to go buy outfits for the for the shoot and we went to All Saints bought like a $300 shirt or something and the guy told us hey by the way like keep the tags on this way for when you return it and we're like what are you talking about like returning it and he's like oh I just assumed you were like literally every other person that's filming projects here they're like these people wow. are all Fake like portraying yeah. a certain yeah. they go out to parties wearing clubs tucking the tags in they, wow. they're all trying to portray that lifestyle in LA and it's all fake remember when I said wow. that you can, you don't know why you understand what fake is but you always can spot mm -hmm. it like that's what it is right like and maybe that's why we as like as the the plebs of society take such disdain uh, on that culture because like you know that it's fake they're telling mm -hmm. you it's not you you both know that it is and you can't prove it or show it but you know that that's what the reality of the situation is mm -hmm. uh, but then they push it on the world and try to portray Hollywood values as the values of the rest of this country which they Thank inherently you. are not mm -hmm. right um, there was something she said in this interview I found more sympathetic um, she 
when asked about her relationship status, said, I want to have a family. I've always wanted to be a young mom. And I'm worried about how this industry puts stigmas on young women who have children and looks at them in a different light. I was worried that if I didn't work, there's no money and no support for kids I would have. Well, look at the conversations we've been having about all the celebrities in Hollywood choosing surrogacy because they don't want to take six months or nine months out of their life and not be able to work. So that's... Then you ever think s- about how much it costs to have a surrogate. Have you ever seen the movie The Island? No. With uh, Scarlett Johansson? Oh, no. No, no, that's Shutter Island. Yeah, that's right. You've no. never seen The I've Island? Seen. No. Oh, it's such a good movie. How have you, you guys, this is the culture podcast. Yeah. Honestly, you're all fired. That's, up that's the, thing, the thing is, though, if um, you haven't seen every single thing ever, <laughs> everyone says that like you're, oh, you're you don't fine. understand yeah, anything. Yeah. You don't get it. Morons. No, yeah. it's uh, basically they created this like separate society in the middle of, no, I think it's like in the desert or the ocean or something. It's like, and they've cloned all of these celebrities and rich people hmm. and their clones live in this little you know they, they think this is the world this little society they live in they Sweet. have little everyday parties bars everything but they don't realize that they exist for the sole purpose of like organ harvesting and stuff yeah. so like when a celebrity gets in a car crash suddenly they pretend one of the people on the island has mm. won the lottery and gets to go to an island but really they're oh, taking God. them and Whoa. taking their organs and they do that for pregnancy so all of these yeah. women will get pregnant yeah. and then the babies just disappear Jeez. but it's because the celebrities need one back in LA <laughs> it's is, not too but, far off from yeah. reality yeah. we've talked about just celebrities Uyghur concentration camp. On the show. It's yeah. a Michael Bay film, by the way. Oh, I love it already. Yeah. <laughs> I love He's Michael a big Michael Bay. I, I love bad movies that are, you this looks really good. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks really good. Hmm. Um, uh, there was another part of this that pissed me off, to be honest. Um, was it the, grandpa- the grandparents about- quote? Well, that no, that's Why another do you end level on that of that quote. <laughs> that's a whole nother that, thing. Brett had to include that because he's ghoulish. <laughs> I am, but ghoulish. Um, they talked about uh, her role on White Lotus, um, where they, the whole cast was living at this resort to film, and there were no guests at the resort other than them because of COVID. It was a pro- COVID protocol that. They were all isolated. And it was literally that movie, The Bubble, that we watched <laughs> the, yeah. in real time. Yep. It was. It really happened with this. And they, the director of that of White Lotus, recalled what it was like when that protocol uh, stopped and they started welcoming guests back into the resort. He said. He described the introduction of real world of the real world into the cast and crew's COVID bubble as almost traumatic, but ultimately powerful in the way it served the narrative. Suddenly, we're watching employees, our family, get bossed around. It added to the meta feeling of the show reflecting life. (laughs) I cannot stand... It was trauma. I cannot stand self-absorbed people with, like, basic literary skills being able to, like... Uh, vocalize something very stupid and make it sound halfway like intelligent. Like Welcome if you can internet, make, if dude. you can do a complete sentence. I was like, you're I, we have enabled so much mental illness yeah. by just giving people the ability to write. And, and this is uh, what I'm saying: mass literacy is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this since day one. Like, yeah. like there's like a lot of the things actually you read, true, no, right? True. I never even thought about. Can that. we go back true. and just burn the printing press? A, a lot, lot of the people that, that shouldn't read, be able to write. A lot of the things that we read from people who clearly have problems are just being the only reason they're taken serious because they're able to formulate a halfway decent turn of phrase to point it out and you're just like that doesn't make it any less stupid but because you're able to say it in a in a halfway cogent manner uh, it's a problem Mm -hmm. yeah no one has any skills to read and write anymore 
and that's just a sign of the schools and how they fail kids. And also this Sydney Sweeney story is about a financial illiteracy. Like, this is just another case. Like, I never learned anything about keeping a checkbook or mm -hmm. Do you think that's making it? money. Because the think interview to some degree, is yeah, written in such a way that they frame her as a very business-savvy woman. No, and I'm not so that. sure. Well, I think they have to do she's that. Doing, her, her publicist is doing that yeah, for her. But like, she doesn't know what she's doing because she's a first-generation celebrity. But I yeah. think Lauren's you know, right like, in saying that she's doing what she has to do to keep up with the culture that she's surrounded by. And that's a problem, by, too. That's a problem. That's, a, that's, another, that's another problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I love, I love blue-collar actors who do television because they tend to be more for the for the industry more down to earth uh, a lot of them like a, I'm, a, I'm a serial imdb -er. like whenever I'm watching a show I look at everyone's IMDB Mo like a lot of them have been married you're for that 20, guy I'm that guy they've been married for 20 years they've got kids they're fairly it's a very normal. incestuous industry yeah, though that's oh yeah once you start going down the rabbit hole of like I, I pointed out to somebody the other day like Bryce Dallas Howard such a great director I'm like it's Ron Howard's daughter yeah she doesn't get that opportunity right. without being Ron Howard's daughter that just, just doesn't happen sorry mm -hmm. like like, but that's, you know, <laughs> in an industry where there isn't, like, strong benchmark for what's good other than money, right? Like, you get a lot of leeway by just because of the, the generality of the art, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how, who's to tell them that performance is bad, right? Yeah, they don't all care art about the is subjective. They and don't none care of it about the money anymore. <laughs> they don't care about the money anymore. That's what it seems like in Hollywood. Like most of the blockbusters that they're making today seem to be very poorly done in the way that they're not making hundreds of millions. Of, like this is the first quarter in a long time. This summer blockbuster season is the first one we've had since pre nineteen before COVID, where things are bouncing back, but they're not as good as they used to be because people see through it because the art isn't as good. Mm -hmm. So. If there's a if it's all subjective and the money doesn't matter, you just hire whoever the hell you want. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Top Gun was pretty damn good. Yes, uh, I have sung True. the praises of Top Gun endlessly. Yeah, and really it's, good. Uh, Dane finally saw it, so he loved it. You're basically a Scientologist at this I'm point. Yeah, I, uh, well, that's they, they call <laughs> me a, sci a Scientologist apologist, a Scientology apologist because I I like Tom Cruise in movies. Yeah, well, you are, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> another aspect of this interview I wanted to touch upon is her evaluating her status as, like, a rising sex symbol, which I totally disagree with, um, because appearing naked on screen does not make you a sex symbol, if anything, that takes away all of the mystery that is essential to being a sex symbol. Mm. Um, so she said, people forget that I'm playing a character. They think, oh, she gets naked on screen, she's a sex symbol. Uh, referring to her nude scenes in Euphoria. Um, she said, I can't get past that. I have no problems with those scenes and I won't stop doing them, but I wish there was an easier way to have an open conversation about what we're assuming about actors in the industry. That's impossible because of the disc the way discourse happens She wants now. nuance in an <laughs> industry that doesn't allow for it. And I honestly, this is just porn. Like, Euphoria is a very pornified series from what i have heard about it i don't seek out that type of content but it's blurring the lines between mainstream entertainment and pornography in a way that's like very dangerous in my opinion yeah just and look at what it doesn't make her said. a sex symbol yeah. it makes her a sellout yeah it's weird i, I haven't watched it but I, it's, it would be it seems weird to watch high school kids doing Wh what i've heard about that's what, I, I, when i was watching kids. the show i was like I feel yeah. Do I need to like walk yeah, like, out of the room? I this feels like 20s. legal child porn or something. <laughs> like what is going on yeah. here? Yeah, in the porn industry, they're not allowed to fake portray. Yeah, children. That's but somehow Hollywood is allowed to do that. What the hell? Like we need legislation on this. Like I, I don't know what's going it was on. Weird. Like all the porn stars, like why do they get to do it and, and we don't? And there's there's like proper like. 
pedophile relationships in the show too that they really? fully depict. Huh. Yeah, like they've got yeah. the one of the trans star. It's like episode two that goes to go hook up with like an older dude and is like That's a trans disgusting. child. Good God. And they they show the whole thing, and I'm like, I, I'm like one of those people that's like, oh, fast forward. <laughs> yeah. For me, I'm done fast forwarding. It's just like utter trash. Because what's the value to the story in showing all of that? I think you can tell more by not showing it. To me, watching the show has been a really interesting, eye-opening experience. To like the obviously, it's like an extremely exaggerated version of like Gen Z perspectives on the world. But it's been really interesting to view like that, that hopelessness, that, you know, acquiescing to drugs, sex and confusion and watch that portrayed in a show that's quite aesthetically pleasing. The music, Mm. all of that is really well done. Mm. And it really kind of opens your mind to, yeah, just the hopelessness of Gen Z in a lot of ways. It's interesting. I can appreciate that point, but also it's not accurate to gen z's actual lifestyle habits. oh yeah like, yeah it's like extremely exaggerated are like the least sure. partying least hooking up generation yeah. in a while interesting. now isn't that so interesting so i think this is All more the- propaganda to encourage that behavior than it is trying to portray the reality all the gen z guys are like where the hell is this stuff happening <laughs> it's not happening to me where are all the hot girls where- that dress like prostitutes uh, in my high yeah, school okay where- no, that exi- I was like on a uh, train the other day and they had a Bible study youth camp coming on the train and they were like a bunch of 16 year olds. I remember a bunch of kids when I was younger would go do this like Bible study youth camp too. And all the, they're like six, 15, 16, all the girls come on and they're all wearing these like shorts that they've got rolled up at the top that are, you can see their asses. Huh. I'm sitting there like, is this even legal? There's like 40, uh. you know, um, 15 year olds all with their asses out from a Bible camp. So th- I do believe that they are dressing like that <laughs> at that age. Wow. Yeah. I felt I felt like such like a boomer. I was sitting That's there crazy. like getting ready, like wig well, my what I mean walking by stick. Dressing Pull your like- pants off. <laughs> send you to Bible camp, but don't check what you look like before you leave for the Bible camp. Well, I think, well, okay. So this is, I went to a private school when I was much younger and then it became absolutely unaffordable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the girls used to go into the, they'd go to school with their like skirts down past their knees or whatever. Then they'd all go in the washroom and roll the skirts up and like yeah. tuck their shirts over it and they'd have them like mm. with their asses hanging out so you can like completely can do adjust. that after yeah, yeah you can adjust and i think that's what they're doing it's crazy that is crazy, crazy. I, I know that like the lack of modesty that would be accurate but i'm talking about the exaggerated costumey way that these girls yeah. dress in euphoria where does it not the drugs the, where, yeah. it's sure. very pornified where does the, it take place um not sure. The, the if that has any yeah. bearing on how crazy. Yeah, you, I mean, that makes sense. Lauren's right about the the aesthetic of the show. Like I said, uh, I was trying to explain like what I meant by like hyper. It's like it's very unrealistic, and it's, it's like a hyper objectified in every notion. Like the visuals are very over the top. The way people are dressed is very over the top. The subject matter. The is emotions over the top. are over the, the top. emotions are over the top because yeah. that is a choice by the director to direct the actors to. I don't like that this director way. though. Just so it's just it becomes a matter of like we're talking morality and like whether this is like good for society, but they're doing it objectively as an artistic choice i just think it's a bad one yes and one that actively coarsens the that, culture that leads sydney sweeney's grandparents to say really creepy can stuff. we talk about this shit when i heard this i was like this is fake right like, like it's fake. okay so sydney sweeney's grandparents complimented her nude scenes in euphoria because that's because culture they said she has the best tits in hollywood no mm. why why yep. that's what i'm saying why now, i haven't watched Grandma. euphoria but from what i hear there are scenes where she is like in like a sex scene with multiple men 
Yeah, is and she's like getting choked and stuff. Literally, it's not good. her grandparents <laughs> who it's not good, not good. <laughs> her, her grandparents, Graham, Graham, watched this shit and then commented on it in a positive so, light. So I don't proud. understand. So pops, what's up here, Graham? Like Graham. that's that's what makes it hard for me to like. Do you fully believe that she came from these humble beginnings and this normal upbringing? That is not normal. And I also read in this interview that her parents dropped everything and yeah. got got rid of everything. Mm -hmm. To put her into acting when she was like Ooh, 13, 14. Sounds like a cult. Any, any good parents. Away for her. I think the grandparents like called her after those episodes and was like, wow, your scenes in the episode tonight were great. And she's like, I didn't need to hear it's that. It's exploitative. Mm -hmm. Great tits, Sydney. This is why I think it's like something you get groomed into doing. Totally. That's yeah, really, gross. if the parents dropped everything to get them into yeah. Hollywood, that's really creepy. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember like, I think every kid, um, has that moment where they're like, oh, they've got like a tryout going on for this like Disney thing. Can I go do it? Thank you. I remember they did that one. And I asked my parents when I was really little and they were like, absolutely freaking not. Dude. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I did that too. I, I asked and I got a yes and I did the audition and I made it through. But my parents were like, nope, <laughs> never mind. Hmm. <laughs> because yeah, like, you that's, from getting how, that's now how they entrap you. Now even normies know about how like how awful Hollywood, Hollywood is like yeah. like the average person like sometimes you get the people who like when they get into like demonic and they start talking in like like that language I'm like I get it I, I, you're right it doesn't even have to be a conspiracy it's yeah, a, yeah. I don't need to hear evil, about adrenochrome I don't need to hear about like the the the, the weird eyes wide shut parties just they're evil what what they're, we they're know bad. is enough yeah, yeah. I, you, you totally would have made it in yeah. Hollywood too you got like those crazy unique eyes you're, <laughs> you would have been sorted yeah well I'm here now <laughs> and then you could have been now I'm a to podcaster your, to your grandparents saying hey nice scene in that show euphoria that's no thank you yeah no <laughs> super chats uh, M True Thirteen said, "Drow Black Elves are in Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons." R A Salvatore wrote a whole series called Dritz. Hello, thank you. Lord of the Rings, to my knowledge, did not have black elves. There, like I, I've seen a lot of the, the problem is like a lot of like when I started looking into like all of these shows for like the stuff we would talk about a lot of the shield channels will talk about it and can explain away a lot of the stuff but you know that a lot of them are run by major studios or they have access and they need to keep that access so they are incentivized to stay positive even if they may not actually feel positive towards it it's like yeah it's why it's like one of the thing one of the hardest things about doing this job is like Everybody else that gets access to these companies can review things early so you can get those reviews out ahead of time. Here, because you're not uh, part of that access media class, you have to review it as it comes out. But it, it does mean that you're going to give an inherently more honest review because whether you believe it affects you or not, it's still likely, uh, you know, I didn't like it that much, but I did get to see it early. So mm. uh, the things that are bad seem less bad because you got a unique experience about, yeah. out of it. It's not even their fault. A lot of times they might not even realize that it's happening to them, but Disney yeah. is very Bias good about is that. Still there. On top of the fact that Disney, you know, the same five companies own all of these access media companies. So you're not getting honest takes from anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yellow fluffy feathers said best part of today's show watching brett and shane cringe at lauren's sense of humor there has been some spice cringe? a little bit of spice not cringe, bit not cringe. Spice. Um, brace brace i come from a different world okay a <laughs> uh, big worm said she has a 30 something boyfriend get hitched have a kid stability through marriage is the way this has been done read her interview and she doesn't even consider it to have kids well she wasn't wearing a ring in the interview. I think she had an engagement that was broken off. Yeah. So, 
And either way, like, I don't think the answer to someone's problems are like, get hitched. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a bad approach. Get in the kitchen, Sydney. Get in the kitchen, (laughs) take your shoes off. Maybe like have a, a real relationship and then get married and then have a kid. That sounds like a good idea, right? Not a surrogate. Stop and not, being a surrogate thing. Not to Clear. like save you from being an actress and hating your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be selfish. Waffle Sensei said, the industry is gross. There's a scene in The Witcher where Siri, is it that? Siri. Uh, Siri yeah. climbs out of a bathtub and they have to leave. They leave the camera suggestively on her for a long time. The actress is 21 portraying a 14-year-old. Yep. Hmm. I mean, that was game all over Game of Thrones yeah. too, so. Yep. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Yellow Fluffy Feathers said, any of you watched the TV series Jericho that aired from 2006 to 2008? Yep. Mm-hmm. If not, you should also look up the protests the fans did to bring it back for another season. Epic for the time period. Skeet Ulrich, uh, the original killer from the first That's screen That's a lot movie. of organic interest. Um, yes, uh, that, was a, that was a golden age. Like, when you wanted to protest or get your show put <laughs> back on, you didn't go hit them up on Twitter. You mailed shit to the studio. <laughs> Uh, and started letter writing campaigns. Thank Woo! you. Nam. Uh, Count them. Two. <laughs> um, <laughs> brace, brace, brace. Badap said Gen Z are smashing on Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Alpha is smashing on Roblox. I'm scared. Like, Dude, Mary, so you're Gen Z? Yeah. What, I'm 21. How old are you? 20, oh, damn. No way. Yeah. Bad Adam t- 12 said... For Mary being cool AF. Well, yes, thank indeed. you. You're too smart to be 21. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I <laughs> think. <laughs> Is that a positive comment to you or a negative comment to your... T- uh, to that was a negative you? comment to my 21-year-old self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right, we're going to do pod luck, and we got a bunch of stuff in here, so we're going to get right into it. So the first one here might be the most interesting. I think, Shane, uh, I really wanted to get your opinion on this one. And basically it said there's a new law being enacted called the RAP Act, which I, I would love to know the staffer that had to come up with this uh, to fit <laughs> it's this It's real language. clever, huh? It's very clever. Uh, they proposed the RAP Act to ban lyrics from being used as evidence, which they had already done in New York City, and we're not going to be. <laughs> it's not about being overly political, but I, I think it's interesting because – Kim Kardashian just recently came out and, and, and put free Gunna on Twitter. Uh, and uh, as somebody who loves Gunna's music, I say free Gunna all the way. Uh, but uh, YSL gang is being prose- uh, prosecuted on RICO charges based heavily on the lyrics they use in their music. I always thought this was so funny, like watching 6 9 in court or whatever. And uh, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm a stone cold killer too. <laughs> kill, kill, kill everyone. And then he gets in court and he's like... So I was baking cookies for grandma (laughs) (laughs) and I was walking across the road with my Nobel Peace Prizes trying to go volunteer at the old folks home. (laughs) It says the bill introduced uh, following the arrest charging of young thug and gunna of YSL (laughs) earlier this year. Prosecutors leaned heavily on the musician's lyrics. uh, And if the bill is passed, it would restrict the ability of prosecutors in criminal cases, as well as lawyers in civil cases to use song lyrics as evidence against musicians. That tactic is disproportionately employed against rappers, and the lawmakers noted that the racial justice element of their legislation uh, when they announced the bill. Uh, I mean, don't confessions get suppressed all the time because they're not given under the right circumstances because not enough people were there to witness it and and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. So it feels like they already did a bill like this in New York City that got strong backing, and like I said, this isn't a political show, but it's interesting because of the music aspect of it being like, I grew up on Tupac and Bone Thugs and Harmony and Biggie and uh, and Twista. I listened to nothing but rappers rappers talk about how they were going to uh, uh, kill other people and and do violent acts or how they had done Mm -hmm. that. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, like, if you specifically name someone, I feel like that's different than just generally having violent lyrics. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be case by case with this. Like if some, there's if an you literally say, "I'm going to kill Shane lyrics, Cashman," yeah, is that then maybe. Still ar- just artistic honestly, though, expression? I still think you can get away with it. Look at all the things Eminem said about his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I, the, the album cover was look literally at Kathy him Griffin her. holding Donald Trump's right. beheaded. Yeah. Right. Skull. You don't have to like, agree with it, but I think you should be able to say it. Yep. I don't um, know that that uh, remember that album cover is literally him yeah, dumping her body in the in the in yeah. the in the river or yeah. in the uh, in the lake. But then if he killed her, you could go and use the yeah. lyrics. Be like, okay, well, you did but tell us how you're going to do it. Imagine she dies under mysterious circumstances, and he's just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is just totally not him. That could be the stand it's video. Him, it's just like, a stand video. Why did I do yeah. that? Yeah. Like, that? That's a problem. No, like, but rap, rappers are storytellers. I, it makes no sense to use their lyrics in a courtroom anyway. Unless it's that specific. Like, yeah. like Rick Ross talks about being a gangster and all this stuff, but he was a corrections officer at the time of his earliest records. Isn't, uh, like, a lot of people think Snoop Dogg still, does, like, he's just allowed to be... A gangster, like maybe because he's, Snoop Dogg, he's, he's been some grandfathered in. He completed yeah. the, the, the joke. I was like, Snoop Dogg completed the main court, the the main <laughs> plot like years ago, and he's just doing side quests now. Yeah, yeah. Everything he's he's with Martha Stewart. He's on like he does, everything when you're he does. Snoop Dogg, is like, they let you do it. Yeah, well, there are exactly. some people that just have that luck. That when you have a, a personal blunt roller, yes, they yeah. let you do it. Who he gave a raise uh, for inflation. Inflation, inflation yeah. was killing his blunt roller, awesome. so he gave the blunt roller a raise. Uh, he's now a he is now a six bigger blunt roller yeah. but they shouldn't be able to use the lyrics and videos for the for the YSL people in Georgia because it's just uh, if you can make a video you can do anything you want I think like just because they're gonna show people who might have a certain color bandana or something yeah. and they're gonna affiliate that with a gang doesn't mean it's <laughs> Real. They the might problem have just done is it. when it is it, like when it skirts that line so often because I'm pretty sure six nine was like associated with the Bloods and stuff. Oh yeah, eh? for sure. And you, you have these lines that get crossed, but yeah, it does have to be on a case by case basis. Um, especially you know the. I get most people I think know this, but like the celebrity world and the gang world are absolutely like hand in hand all the time. Yeah. So it's it's like a very real thing, yeah. and a lot of these lyrics do have a lot of real connotations to them. But it's it's always funny when you see like there are certain rappers. This conversation we've been having about yeah. what is and isn't genuine. Mm-hmm. There are certain rappers that will just like rap about the stuff, and you can mm-hmm. tell they're rapping about the stuff. And then there are rappers where you're like, you did right. that shit. Tupac, Tupac <laughs> like, did that. You did that. Gunplay's a great one. He did it. Like a lot of them, like like it's like Dave Chappelle talking about how he he like hears the lyrics, but it doesn't resonate with him. He's like, I grew up in like a like I was too poor to be to be rich, but too like but we were too middle class to be poor. Like he's like he's like he's like he gets it. Like all these other people are talking. He's like I I didn't live in the projects. Like he lived mm-hmm. in a middle class neighborhood. So when you build a culture around violence uh, in this type Thank of stuff, I, I do think that they're allowed to like I had a, a friend of mine. So when we used to make skate like when we make skate videos, right? And you use songs for your section. Like he had a problem putting like certain rap songs for like dudes who skated because like if I'm white and you put a, a song a in song there, with the n-word yeah, yeah. He, he, he would edit out the n-word oh, and I'm like goodness. I was like there was a point where we mixed our cultures right that's literally multiculturalism they sold this to us as a like I'm from the suburbs you listen to rap music ironically for like 20 years they sold this to you as a product it is the closest you're going to get to a solid blending of cultures is like, I'm not associated with the song, but the song meant something to you. Like we were talking, it was a, a song by Nate Dogg. And I'm just like, I listened to Nate Dogg when I was like 14 years old. Regulators. If that's, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, from that, it's from that album. Like yeah. it's, 
if that's not a great way to for cultures to blend together in a way that's inoffensive and allows you to understand what someone's yeah. come, where they're coming from, that's actual storytelling that they tell to you that you think is incredible enough to pay money for. We made more progress back then than we will ever make now. Absolutely. Mm. Do you guys um, know the streamer Trainwrecks TV? Yeah. Mm. Did you ever see his uh, accidentally saying the N-word video? No. Or you can play it. It's fine. On it doesn't Twitch? Actually, yeah. Like look live? up Trainworks says the N-word LMAO. <laughs> uh, on, 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 on YouTube. YouTube. On YouTube. No, it, he's rapping to 6 9 Wait, is he going to get us banned? No, I it's like not. Do do it's like Trainwreck. Train oh, he's like rapping. Said, yeah, says the N-word LMAO is the video, I think. Yeah. Um, but he's rapping to 6 9 and he's like doesn't realize that he's but like just six, saying nine the lyrics. Isn't black. His expression <laughs> is like he's like I'm literally my life is over. Uh, <laughs> it's just the funniest. Wait, so does he say it here? Am I gonna get banned? It's the first one. Am yeah. I get no, you're not. You're not gonna get banned. I'm dirty, you bitch. Niggas on my jacket, bro, but I know they fool. Whole squad full of fucking killers. I'm a killer too. Great song, by the way. You, you have to like, like he literally. It's like he just saw the biggest spider <laughs> every, he's ever seen. Every time we do this show, you're putting your entire future at risk because you might say something Dude. that ends up being like, because like turn of like something something comes out wrong, even be misinterpreted. I remember Tim once said like he will not say like Arnold Schwarzenegger because of like he's so yeah, worried. Yeah, like like they're gonna clip You'll get it. Clips, yeah. They're gonna clip it. But like. This is what's happened. People have put the fear of God yeah. in people over this stuff. And it's like, they're not trying to do anything mm -hmm. offensive. They're mm -hmm. like, literally, I, I just enjoy it. People aren't going to listen to rappers anymore because yeah. they're going to be like, too dangerous. Oh, when I taught, nope. when I was. <laughs> Jake, Jake Cole or whoever like perf like calls the girl up on stage to perform the song with him. Yeah. Jake yeah. Says did that. Kendrick Lamar did that. Or was it Kendrick Lamar? Did that. She performs, she For says sure. the song and then he stops and you can just see the girls just like. Kicks her off uh, stage. Uh, this happened to multiple people. Really? And you know that something violent is going to happen to them after you kick them off stage like yes. every time God. it's so sinister yes like that's evil like yeah no, he purposely like he's got a bunch of songs that he doesn't say it in but he's like nope not that one tonight like we're doing this one like yeah. he's just sitting like, there the craziest sociopath <laughs> six nine is not black he says the n-words yeah. in his songs and no one cares but he's six nine so but he, he can just he's do what he wants he's ascended race actually <laughs> yes. yeah i think that's like uncancelable level well the thing that's funny too is he's like hispanic okay yeah I'm pretty sure yeah, like all the members of the Aryan Brotherhood now are Hispanic because <laughs> like, they're the only ones that are allowed to be Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, uh, freedom of speech is the constitutional foundation the framers thought necessary to enable a new and free society to craft not only its own destiny through commerce and innovations, but through culture, expression and art. Right. For young thug. The young founders thug. are for young thug. Yes. As am I. I, I am in full agreement. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, your chatter is saying that Tim's going to be mad at me for making you guys play that video. <laughs> oh, why? You didn't say it. Is it offensive? He didn't no, say it. No. Didn't say it. <laughs> I, I think maybe copyright. This was a great last song. episode. Oh. It was great you were here. No. Yeah. There may be a copyright claim on the on Maybe the that's why. That that will be. Uh, we'll, we'll have to. Oops. We'll, um, good thing I have all this money. We'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll end up Unlike Sydney Sweeney. We'll have to clip Look it. Look at us. We'll be fine. Sorry, guys. In the post, so. Thanks. I'll stop We're forcing you to play We're videos. We're to see that reaction. <laughs> All right. So uh, I want you to talk about PewDiePie. Yeah. Um, PewDiePie makes a lot of videos reacting to TikToks. I enjoy them. Um, but he recently reacted to a TikTok where a woman, a deaf woman, was signing yeah. while telling a story. And she had extremely long acrylic nails. Yeah. I have them myself. <laughs> Uh, I find them helpful for expressing. Yeah, absolutely. 
And he started making fun of her nails by taking his dog, Maya, and waving around his little paws with the claws on and, you know, mocking the storytelling. And then everyone overreacted and, and said that he was making fun of sign language and he just hates deaf people because, of course, like, it's PewDiePie and he has to be guilty of all charges. Ever notice how there's never a middle ground? It's always because, like, whatever they think of you, it's because you're the worst possible PewDiePie is, like, character assassinated so badly. Yeah. Uh, what is I PewDiePie? Think... I don't even know what this person is. Oh my God. You don't know who PewDiePie is? No. That feels no fake. Idea. That's like the person the other day is like, I've never heard of That pisses you off, doesn't it? When somebody <laughs> says, like, we were doing this article on like Kiki Palmer and Zendaya. They're like, I've never heard of either of these two. I'm like, I don't believe you. Kid, no, I I've heard the name Kiki Palmer. I have no idea who they are though. But, but what you, is a Kiki yeah, Palmer? But you know I don't Zendaya. know that either. But you know Zendaya. Um, yeah. Well, we know Zendaya, but like I've heard PewDiePie, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> what what is a PewDiePie? He is a YouTuber. Okay. He got famous for video games, like okay. playthroughs okay. of like. I read the yeah. article. I did read the article, but I was like, "Why do they keep referencing? Why do they keep?" He doesn't the dog? do all video games now, but okay. he he does like a reaction video like this one. His original so he, simp video is one of the greatest things. Ever. <laughs> he he's got a lot of good content, and a lot of people hate him because he hasn't always been the most politically correct guy. Right. Plus, he's not from here, so he doesn't. Yeah. Like, his sensibilities are different than the very very like raw. He's Swedish. And, he's yeah. got an Italian wife, and they live in Japan. Okay. Um, so I don't think he cares about a lot of the Americans who are in his comments getting butt hurt. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he edited out that part of his video and then left a comment say on his video and pinned it saying like, I was only making fun of her dramatically long nails. Yeah. I wasn't making fun of sign language. I didn't even realize that is what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize she was deaf. And then... I think it was really wrong that the the TikTok creator came and along and made a video reacting to the situation, still blaming him, not accepting a, an apology, not accepting like the benefit of the doubt interpretation at all, and said that he should know better. It's 2022. Why is he racist? Deaf he people exist. Why, why is he racist? They say he's racist. Why is he racist? He said the N-word one time. Uh, Do you guys believe in Helen Keller? <laughs> I just had Dude. this conversation with someone who's a, 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 a truther. Yeah. Helen Keller truther. Are you guys truther. Helen Keller truthers? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know Let's what get to into believe that. anymore she, about she, anything. They say she flew a plane over the Atlantic. <laughs> what? They, uh, Bro. There was like a whole That didn't happen. <laughs> so you're a Helen Keller truther. I guess. I mean, I can still believe she was blind and deaf and that she didn't fly a plane. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did she write all those books? I can't wait to edit this episode later. No. I don't know. No, you're leaving this in. The people need to know this. Well, no, this, this is, is important. People need to know this information. Yeah. They yeah. need to this know this. This is pop this. culture, but we're time traveling. This is not pop culture. Yes. This is like the culture. opposite of pop culture. I call these social hand grenades. She's like, if you're going to shoot money at me and I have to duck every time so people donate a certain amount of money, you're going to get a bunch of this social hand grenades. Yeah. Yeah. I love this super chat. Someone super chatted. They were like, every time I suggest to put a video up, you're, you're nervously sweating a bit more I'm every like, time. <laughs> well, like, oh, that's the only time we ever get copyright struck is like through videos. So. Yeah. It's not so. because we're afraid of like saying offensive stuff, you know? Keep doing it. We're fairly <laughs> family friendly here most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Um, I just wanted to point this out because I think PewDiePie is like unfairly maligned a lot. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's a white guy and he has organic success and a huge fan base. And he doesn't have to rely on, you know, brand deals and AdSense anymore. He has 
built up wealth of his own and made his own products. He's very independent and he doesn't care about cancel culture. There's also a weird subsect of people who go after Mr. Beast the same way sometimes mm. just because he's very... Not he's as like, much, Not as I much, see but that, it does yeah. happen because he's kind of like a, socially he doesn't catch the cues the same way other people do. He's very like... He had like a photo yeah. of Elon Musk. I remember when he did this interview and he has like a photo of Elon Musk like framed in his house or something like that and the, and the interviewer was like of course Elon Musk said something that day that offended whoever was there interviewing him <laughs> he's like yeah I don't know he's just it's like Elon Musk like, <laughs> yeah like, he's like you, I don't have, really to, care. you like, have to really just be able to brush it off at this point yeah. and I think PewDiePie is uh, a good example of being able to do that well once you reach a certain level like you're just going to be bombarded with so much negative attention mm-hmm. uh, by comparison to the positive attention you can't do anything about it so yeah alright Madonna so She's I, taking a stand I, against the I, I like misogyny. call her out for like Helen Keller not being pop culture, and then I bring up Madonna, who's literally ancient. So do we, yeah, do we have to talk about history again? We, we, <laughs> so basically, she's making she's an incorruptible body. We we talk about um, how it's hilarious how they're making documentaries about people that are still alive now. Well, Madonna's taking it one step further. Not only are they making a documentary about her, she's just going to make it herself. So uh, I think it's so distasteful (laughs) to like have an active hand in a biopic about yourself. Like you should be dead. Queen just did it. Be sweet if she did it and made herself look bad on purpose. Like, I really mean, that would be cool. cool. That would be cool. that would be really cool. She'll make herself look bad on accident. Like, but that's not that, that's that's bad. That's stupid, though. I want her to do it on purpose. I like well, Julia. Garner, you're though. right. She'll do it on. She's selling NFTs of centipedes coming out of her. Yep. We covered we talk, that. Yeah. So and I, I wish know. we hadn't. Like the whole time we're doing <laughs> it, I saw her give birth to a tree. The pictures are on the screen, and I'm like this. I'm like. <laughs> Please no. I don't want to look at it. That. So basically, it says <laughs> in a recent interview with Variety, Madonna asked for an update on the Little Sparrow, which is being co-written by Diablo Cody. She did uh, Juno, right? I believe she did Juno. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so, so starring Ozark in the Americans' great Julia Garner uh, as the Queen of Pop, and uh, she does look a lot like her. That, Julia yeah. Garner. Yeah. Uh, says uh, she was also Anna Delvey in Inventing Anna. Uh, sh- so she's taking all the yeah the maybe maybe she's spots. overdoing the biopic. Yeah. Oh, she does look like her. Yeah, yeah. wow. She says, uh, "I've had an extraordinary life. I make an ex- I, I must make an extraordinary film." It was also <laughs> a preemptive strike because a lot of people were trying to make movies about me, mostly misogynistic men. Mm. She oh. eventually decided to put her foot down and said, "No one is going to tell my story but me." Okay. I'm way more excited about the Weird Al Yankovic biopic coming out. They're yes. making that? Oh, yeah. yeah they are. Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe plays Weird Al Yankovic. Really? Yes. That's interesting. They're making a biopic yeah. of literally everybody. Did yeah. you see Everyone's the, ever yeah. Did you ever see the old like uh, uh, humor.com version of, of the with Aaron Paul plays Weird Al Yankovic in a fake biopic I, about Weird Al? I feel like I have. That's back in the day, though. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Wilde plays Madonna, and she says, I can't believe you said that, and does, like, does this in the yeah. thing. And uh, and it's really really funny like that like that type of humor which was so much more organic at the time. There's no way it will come off mm. that funny now. But uh, if anybody deserves one, it's Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic is, is incredible. That, I thought the uh, Queen one was really well done. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen the Elton John one. I like the Elton one. Better yeah, than the really. One. I'm yeah. gonna have to watch it. I really yeah. like Elton John. Mm. I'm obsessed. No, yeah. There's a David Bowie little, one in the works. Yellow, Yellow Brick Road is the best song. Best song ever yeah. written. We just yeah. had the Elvis one. Elton John. Have they done like a Billy Joel one? He's my favorite. Ooh, no, but they did um, oh, Eddie and the Cruisers, which is kind of like Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel put together. You know about that? No. Oh, Eddie I'll and the Cruisers. That. You guys, I, it's my better music than those guys. My favorite song is Vienna. 
Oh, that's a great so song. Good. Yeah. And also, Elton John is releasing a re-recorded version of uh, Tiny Dancer with Britney Spears. Stop. Really? I, I, yeah. I have hated it. Elton John did Gosh. all these new music videos, and then he did his whole like COVID album with Dua Lipa or whatever. It's been tragic. It's like just boomers, y- y'all need to you know age gracefully just like mm-hmm. disappear let your work speak for itself yep. like stop trying to hold on so tight you're Madonna's Mad- like the, the sh- every five years she comes back with like whoever the newest pop stars of the day it does something Looking, she is like, a grifter you gotta give her that like she's good at it she uh she, she literally looks like she's being held together by like masking tape now. have you seen her, <laughs> her new, like i hate to like even say this sentence but like the butt pics that she uploaded Dude. were like shocking it was, it, was, it, was it, it wasn't even shocking like yeah. ew you look it was like we have entered a new era has science transhumanism yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> yeah. and here's talking, the adrenochrome we were talking yeah, about yeah. it's like when you're talking Let's about britney it. spears like but at least she had them professional what looked to be professionally taken britney spears just post nude photos like with her like we're like, like an iphone like, 5 like an iphone 5 <laughs> I, she hasn't left that era I'm, she's still shocked. living in it i am continuously shocked by how bad the camera is that she takes pictures of herself with like yeah. it's like that thing where like she doesn't clean the lens off and it's like it's not on a it's tripod in, like horrible it's, lighting it's on a, it's like against got, like, a couch a cushion case with like the little you remember the little charms you used to yeah. be able to tie to the side of your cell phone and i stuff? don't remember that it's but probably she wasn't in born. Era. yeah i had an antenna on my phone and i could put a little charm in the That's corner so and use t9 probably bedazzled and she yeah. props it up against a couch and, and like runs backwards to take the picture <laughs> like it's it's that's Britney uh, Spears now and every time I see it it feels somehow like I'm like yes she's old they, she, she's but but it's like it feels worse yeah no, every video is a like case for a conservatorship they right all there. look like hostage videos yeah, too. They and really she's do. like literally just the whole time and like the cameras it's like an up angle and she's just like got her hands behind yeah, her yeah she's and, and she's she spins like, around it looks like she's high as sick. heck. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so weird. It's, it's yeah. like, what is going I on? I thought the end of the conservatorship would be the end of like these mentally damaging drugs, but Bro, she's, she's on. still she might on be shit, thoroughly so. damaged, even though she's yeah. off them. Like, it, no, but maybe yeah. she's having a good time. But maybe. Free I'm happy for her either way. <laughs> Free Britney was literally the last time this culture was united. Like that was the last time America actually tended to. I don't agree. know. I, I didn't know. like was how a lot of grifters or? hopped onto the Free Britney train, and then like once the yeah. once the conservatorship was dissolved, they were like, okay, I don't care about this person anymore. Mm. Well, we were talking. Was we were talking about yesterday? I was like, is it, we're like, she's making all these bad decisions. All this stuff keeps happening. I'm like, but is it not her right? To make these, to I don't have know the- because she's frozen in time to like when she became famous, which is her childhood. Mm-hmm. So she's not really making her own decisions. I can't celebrate her having independence when it's like a child. She's a hostage a bunch of to money herself and a from husband. 2003. <laughs> also, with uh, at that level of fame, even older, like the amount of money involved, there's going to be people that want something from you all the time. There will you will never actually be free of people. Thankfully, there to she has a really good you. prenup. Uh, yes, her her husband doesn't get any money if they get divorced. <laughs> That is good. Yay. <laughs> All right. And, and uh, to make, uh, to make who is, is it Hobbit? Who, who is it that's always talking about our... Uh, oh, yeah, it's Hobbit. Yeah. Hobbit we is going to be... We the count. He is going to be very happy to hear that uh, the trolling of Amber Heard continues uh, with Comic-Con goer... Uh, I thought we weren't allowed to talk about her. Uh, Isn't that like one of the names? Back before... We're, yeah. allowed. We're allowed. We're just we just, defying him. Oh. We don't want to give him the satisfaction. Yeah. Of, uh, but basically, but there was a time on YouTube when all videos with Amber Heard got demonetized, so they had to be like, call her a yeah. and like not make before she was, became she was Voldemort it was wow. like the the, yeah. the crappy actress who must not be named mm. like uh, so basically somebody showed up at Comic Con dressed as Amber Heard as Mira with a poop hat on 
on we love head. to see it and Don't i we, i love to see it it's uh the the photo is honestly kind of incredible but uh if i can have it here did they censor it no there it is <laughs> yep that i don't know gu- man it's like at this point it's like kicking a dead horse I I'm like, I just don't I feel that it. way too. It's very like out of the zeitgeist. Yeah. Already, but Comic-Con was like timed yeah. just right well, and for we, it. We talked about how m- bad it must be for DC and Warner Brothers yeah. to have hired all these people that they literally they can't, can't market advertise around. anything like, that's coming Ezra next Miller, year. Ezra Miller? Nope, can't advertise the Flash. Uh, Aquaman 2? Can't advertise yeah. because of Amber Heard. Uh, oh, also Jason Momoa got in a head-on collision with a motorcycle. I was like, "Who the hell?" Oof broke a mirror or stepped under a ladder at Warner Brothers and how did they reverse it? How did yeah. they reverse it and actually just get people that stay out of trouble but they can't seem to do it because Ezra Miller is like too busy like running his compound with his drugs and children and, <laughs> and guns and people and are getting messed He's building up. a small army. He I kind think of is. This is like the start like, of a civil war. I, <laughs> I hope so. It's I like mean, everyone what? against Ezra Miller. You can have him and Jared Leto start a cult together. Dude, Jared Leto already has a cult. He could just bring him on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can be second in charge Mm -hmm. and take over. His right-hand man. Maybe Ezra Miller's secretly a Scientologist. Mm. Yeah. Let's look into that. But he would be bad publicity for that. (laughs) He would be very... True. Yeah, they would have... have, have, uh, Tom Cruise is like a very inoffensive guy. Yes, he is. He all smiles. Ezra uh, is like unhinged you never know what he's gonna do who he's gonna beat up keep me on your toes yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until like i laughed at all of it until the stuff about kids kid that that's yeah, effed yeah. up but like before when he was just throwing chairs at women in bars i'm like well maybe he just hated that lady's happens karaoke. to the best of us I was, yeah. like, oh. I was like maybe he just really hates karaoke and or like just that enough. woman like was just really bad at singing some joan jett song and he's like not on my watch and he threw it did you see it you, i'm sure you guys saw his arrest video yes though, where yeah. he's oh, like yeah. i am a non-binary person he said i'm non-binary transgender and i, I demand to... that a female officer pat me down that's evil like i said that's evil. <laughs> I, I honestly that's gonna be like a whole new thing Dude. guys going out like oh. i demand a female officer in slow motion just... with this song on no. <laughs> and i'm definitely <laughs> storing something <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 the, the one guy was just in prison and got two the one transgender gentleman was just in prison and got two women pregnant yeah. and yep. had to move him to another Ezra's yeah. like, well, unbelievable. Ezra's like, I, I'm gonna, he's gonna pull way more. When you you got female officers are too old for him, anyways. Yes, uh, that's a fair mm. point. Yeah. You got to max. Uh, Ezra's just maximizing his time on Clown World. Like, yes. if we're gonna live in this ridiculous age, True. you might as well take he's maximum kinda like advantage. He's kind of like Joker from I'm, the movie Joker. <laughs> oh, got him! <laughs> I enjoyed so all true of queen. his. <laughs> I enjoyed all of his antics until the the creepy stuff with kids, and then I and then I started yeah. to get angry because it felt like. But the then only there people, are even aspects of that. That I cannot help but laugh at, like the cowboy costume. Yeah. Well, it, it feels <laughs> like, like what is going on? It, it feels like Dude. mental illness Mad Libs, where it's like, and then he came back with a cowboy <laughs> costume on. You're like, did this writer wow. just make this up? And he knows right? we can't check. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, they, like they're getting to the point where they're, they're trying to write something factual, but the facts are so <laughs> ridiculous that they're like, I can't help but add a little bit onto the end. And the editor's like, could you punch it up a little bit? And he's like, yeah. and then he came back in a cowboy costume. <laughs> the writers like, for this season. Sounds like America him. were a bit wildin. Love it. <laughs> They're like, sounds like him. Keep it in there. Like, we, like he can't. What's, as we're going to come out and say, I did not come out in a cowboy costume. I only said the stuff about your of about, about the uh, racially insensitive nature of what was the game that they were playing. 
It was like some board game, and he's like, you can't play that what? game. Oh, Parcheesi. Parcheesi. He, was, he was mad about the, <laughs> what was it, the, the Rastafarian roots, roots of, of Parcheesi. And another lady goes, God. and the lady at the, at the house says, like, I was traveling with my tribe, and he says, you can't say that that's cultural appropriation. It's, uh, it is a, a time to be alive, my friends. It is a time. Yeah. We live it's in a, a society. <laughs> it's definitely It is, a in fact, a time. <laughs> uh, uh, Hobbit said... You know, if they made Lord of the Rings movies now, Sam and Frodo would be gay, Eowyn would be mm. black, and Gandalf would come back as a rainbow instead of white. I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> he has a rainbow beard. That would. Be- <laughs> Do you ever no. watch the original like cartoon Lord of no. the Rings? No. No. Okay. Wow. Just me. <laughs> it, I, I didn't I've know there seen was screen one. caps from it. It's really cute. It's kind of cute. It's a bit. Yeah. It's spookier than somehow. <laughs> I don't know. The, the animation is wacky. If you ever want to see something incredible, watch the behind the scenes stuff about how they made Lord of the Rings. Uh, like all the scenes with the with the elves and stuff like that. That's all done uh, in camera. That's all the, done on set. The behind the, the scenes yeah, stuff is crazy. It's, in, it's absolutely incredible. Like the the amount. It of would be detail, so hard to act in that. When we talk about like how like everything feels soulless now because CGI is just yeah. their band aid fix to everything. There was so much more care and love and passion into making those movies, and it's why it came across as authentic. Did you see the um, behind the scenes for uh, when they were filming Gandalf first coming to Bilbo's house? They built two separate sets, rotate, yeah, and rotated them because they needed the size difference. It's and incredible. Then the table they wow. literally had it at two different like heights for where Gandalf was sitting and they had to get the angles perfect. It was just like crazy. It the intelligence the first time it would I take to that. make this and filming everything twice. Holy. It's like when I told you the story about Christopher Nolan explaining Inception to people and he's got like four blackboards and he's trying to explain to these college kids who are like, I don't freaking know. These are like 700 IQ people that yeah. none of us can relate to <laughs> and they just are alone in their own poor sad little worlds <laughs> making the, art. The Oppenheimer trailer, the, I showed you the Oppenheimer trailer earlier. Yeah. The, the first look at Oppenheimer that looks they just cool. released looks really good and they've got it like on a live, uh, it's on like a live account so every time it, it replays it keeps counting down the days until the release of the movie. Hmm. Uh, it looks really, really good uh, Killian Murphy's playing Robert J. Oppenheimer. Cool. Yep. Love that. And he's a uh, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, like I said about Warner Brothers, we can't get Ezra Miller right. We can't get Amber Heard right. They screwed up Tenet and they lost Christopher Nolan. Just Warner Brothers, just L's all around. Just L, <laughs> L, L, L. Did you guys watch Wheel of Time? Mm-hmm. I read yeah. all the books when I was younger. I read it, no, okay, right. never mind. You guys read fantasy books? No, not usually. Oh. Okay. Uh, I read I come C.S. On a pop Lewis show, and Tolkien. <laughs> oh, so did I. I was really, I really liked uh, the Killing Killer Chronicles, but I've been waiting for the last one for like years. Mm. Did you read the Space Trilogy? No. I've been thinking for a long time that needs to be adapted into film, but like the right way. And I don't think it's like I don't think anyone's capable of it yeah. anymore. Mm. Um, Caper Two X said, "Mary can sing and dance. Brett, what can you do?" Uh, Where have I proven that I can sing and dance? I have never seen Mary sing nor dance. Therefore, what? I am offended by that. Uh, I skated professionally for several years, so I can do that. Really? Yes. Yeah. You that's have something. That's yes. right, That right there. Yeah. That's something to behold. Thank you. It's not obvious. It's not obvious. That is something. It's not obvious. <laughs> uh, Nathan Koss said, when you build a culture around violence, you get a lot more violence. Look at the inner cities now. Yeah. like uh, there, there's a, He's talking about like when we were talking about the young thug. Uh, yeah. The topic, like, it's. Uh, but the thing is, uh, there is a weird separation there that I think about because. Thank you. Is that the heck? Was that a third one? Oh my god! Scared you? Uh, <laughs> the PTSD is. She's triggered. It's happened t- <laughs> twice already. I so, thought you would be prepared. Listen, I, I, I was somebody pointing out to away. me like they're yeah. like. Yeah. 
when we listen to rap music, we listened ironically because we grew up. Uh, I grew you. up in the like I wasn't rich, but I, I grew up in the poor area of a of a suburb, right? Like mm-hmm. when I lived by the the local workhouse that was there, but it became a bigger suburb down the line. But there is a disconnect that you don't really understand the world that they're explaining to you, but you wanted to because it felt cool to you. And like to them, I can see where they take it as an insult. Like what you think of as cool was my life growing up that I fueled to turn into art. Right? Yeah, I think a lot of them also think of it as cool, though, too. Yeah. Like, if you meet people who live yeah. that lifestyle, they kind of miss it. Um, like, they would only take that offense to you thinking. Everything's that, like, high stakes. Yeah. High stakes. Yep. <laughs> Nathan Koss said, people don't listen to politicians. They listen to musicians and actors. That's, that's why we're here. That's literally that's why the, we're here. When I was pitching, like, when we were talking about the show, like, and we were talking originally, it was just going to be, like, reviews and all this stuff. I was like, look, the, the like, AOC is an idiot. But she's not reaching the amount of people that Kim Kardashian or, or any of these other celebrities who push the same CNN talking points. Even nobody watches CNN, but they listen to these celebrities. And that's why it's important to at least know what's going on from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Michael Hoffman said, Lauren, just watched your three-hour documentary, You Rock. Thank you. I, I felt personally attacked when we were all talking about not making a documentary on yourself. <laughs> no, not a documentary, like, a bio. A bio. If you made a bio pick about yourself, I think I'd draw the line. Oh, yes. okay, okay. Wait, <laughs> totally different All right, thing. fine. Yeah. I could have hired a... Oh, wait, what's the girl who plays Little Miss Sunshine? I don't know. Oh, she's in Scream Queens. Mm. Nope, no one watched that. What's her name? No, I watched it. It was Emma Roberts, Ariana Grande, Kiki Palmer was in Scream Queens. You didn't know who Kiki Palmer was? No, but I did watch Scream. Uh, Abigail. Abigail Breslin. People say. Oh, Abigail Breslin, I'd get her to play me. Yeah. Yeah, she does kind of look like you. I remember her from like this Five Seconds of Summer music video that was like (laughs) personally aimed against her. What? She made a, she made a, she made a music video, first of all, against one of the members of Five Seconds of Summer that she like. Wait, she makes music? She, yeah, she made a song. I forget what it was called. Why does everyone have to like go out of their lane for a <laughs> yeah. minute? Yeah, well, a lot of like, <laughs> no. I watch interviews where she's like with Ariana Grande, and she clearly hates her guts. Like she clearly hates Abigail Breslin so Jeez. much. A lot of music, a lot of actors end up in music because they do theater, and there's a lot of singing and. Abigail Breslin, you suck. Is that what it yeah, is? Yes, that one. Okay, never mind. I'm, she's not hired for the role anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of a bop, though. It's kind of a bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It slaps, as the kids Maybe say. No cap. No uh, cap. Bussin. It's, it's busting. straight bussin. It's no, busting. On busting. God. Oh on God. For real. For My hair isn't curly enough to no say Seven years ago. Hobbit said, Lauren, play, play clips from YouTube. Brett, growing concern. <laughs> well, yeah. if we get if this episode gets demonetized, we know why. There you go. Uh, Chad Mobley said, "Lauren, my main girl, hard eyes, <laughs> love you all." It's a boy, but that's okay. <laughs> Halls and the kid said, "Don't forget to super chat at the end for a hostage crisis." Also, go check out season two of Inverted World. Yes. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you for shilling. <laughs> um, what else we? So got I'm looking here? at this Abigail Breslin music video. This is, if you break up with someone, never do this. There's nothing that says I'm over him like 
making going an and making a whole new it. song and having in someone a whole play new him in the music video. There's like, the, yeah, the, I am so over him. The meme <laughs> about like uh, 22 songs later, Taylor Swift figured out she might actually be the problem. Like, <laughs> it, it lists all the songs that she's made about men, and it's like maybe I'm the. Problem. Now we won't stand for Taylor Swift slander here. Ah, uh, I am fine with Taylor Swift. Slander. <laughs> yeah. John McGuire said Tim or Ian needs a voice of God microphone and camera in his studio <laughs> that he can join the stream and chime in. No, that would be that's so too much creepy. Power. That's too much power. <laughs> we are not. We are not. If giving we like him start covering something a little too political, <laughs> he's like, uh, 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 uh. change <laughs> topics. Oops. <laughs> That. I was a bad guest. <laughs> Oops. No, you're good. Hobbit said, you're a weird Al Harry. <laughs> you're a weird Al Harry. Hate that. Um, what else we got? Hobbit, Hobbit said, your defiance feeds me. Generic villain laugh. <laughs> Bobcat said, Warner really needs to let those crazy kids out of the water tower. You know, maybe a bunch of executives just did a bunch of heinous stuff and it's just karma coming back around like a freaking boomerang. Maybe, but that would happen to Marvel too, right? I mean, theoretically, but Mar but Warner Brothers has been around longer than Marvel has as a company. Disney, mm -hmm. maybe. Disney's definitely awful, but, you know. Um, what else we got? Uh, How many can Chase, you do? Chase says, need Lauren on every episode. <laughs> well... You gonna move here? <laughs> I'm mentally ill, but sure. <laughs> Perfect. You think you can you handle can, it? You can live in our in our closet over there. Actually, um, there's a lot of cozy beanbag chairs to sleep on here. Uh, she, I have many. She times. takes offense to yeah. that. She does not like the beanbags. Oh man, Look, that was my bed for like them. months. People have slept on them, and that's I, I draw the line. Okay. Okay, it's me, and that's offensive. And not just you, <laughs> not just you. Seamus did it. She too. said, "Yeah, she said yeah, there's like Seamus stuff." I, all I got I got sloppy second beanbag from Seamus too. Yeah. Um, Bad App said Black Elves straight out of the Shire. Oh That's funny. Um, Super Guy said, what a fun episode. And that was, uh, he Isn't gave it? us this, the third crisis party. Oh, so thank, thank you, you for that. Crisis party. Um, we're going to have Sorry. a hostage party I want to see soon. how many we can Chad get Chad Mobley said, I'm Lauren, I'm not Canada. Canada. You can be your true self around me. <laughs> So true. <laughs> you can be a Perfect. woman here. Suppression. This is a safe space. It is. It is a safe. Oh yeah, space. I am. Yeah, how much? Am how much money do you have on your head right now? Uh, I don't know. Hundred thousand, I think. Not, I'm so rich right now. I'm not even counting. <laughs> We're you just there. leave it until it all falls. Uh, Hannah Claire once filled the entire microphone up with uh, with money that one time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's also landed in people's coffee cups. <laughs> uh, was there any chats that you found particularly? In you looked very interested in the chat earlier, so I thought maybe there were some chats there mm. that you thought were, were worth uh, worth mentioning. Alex Diaz is asking, is Tim still doing a Miss Marvel review? He said he might do it to dunk on it. Uh, I mean, if he wants to do it on our behalf. Yes, I got through <laughs> uh, the one episode, and I it can't. just very clearly wasn't <laughs> something that I, I cared about. So. I didn't like, know he said he would review that, though. Uh, I don't remember Not that one. Not something he would usually do. Um, hmm. Someone said Lauren looks like Kirsten Dunst. Oh, that too. I, I kind of see that. I was with a film crew in Toronto and we were filming and I had people coming up to me asking me if I was her and they wanted photos with me. So I just said, sure. Yes. You're like, yes, I, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I am. Totally. It's like fake Drake. <laughs> fake Drake. Fake Drake. Yeah. The guy who goes to all the nightclubs and just yeah, pretends to be Generic Drake. brand. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's great. Hmm. All right, uh, Lauren. Thank you so much. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, you th your prize should leave is all the, the money. stream going. I can't believe I get done. to take home all this money. This is so great. Well, it's while so becoming thoughtful of you guys, while becoming richer, tell everyone where they can find you and what you got going on. You can find me at Lauren underscore Southern on Twitter.com, or you can just look up my name on the YouTube's Lauren Southern. Check me out there. 
Shane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and make I'm, sure you shill. Shill. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm bad at all that. I'm Shane Cashman everywhere, and uh, I appreciate the immense response we've been getting from Inverted World Season 2 and it being on TimCast. I'm used to getting... I was about to curse. I'm used to getting death threats from the last two <laughs> books I wrote. So I really appreciate all the nice things you all been saying. And um, we're about to release my, like, my favorite episode so far, I think, that we've ever written for our Inverted World. So that's coming out Sunday at 10 a.m. on TimCast.com. And thanks again for all the messages I've been getting. And thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun. It was an uh, honor to be here you. with you. Yeah, today. it was yeah, a it was pleasure. Awesome. Mary, um, there were some super chats there. Yeah, bad up. I'm not reading that. Samuel Morgan said, first time viewer, I normally watch IRL and I honestly expected this to be boring. Pleasantly surprised. Well, that's what you well, get. Thanks, I guess. That's, <laughs> that's we'll what take you get it. when you just assume it makes wow. an ass of you We're better than IRL. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> getting too big for our bricks. Shots fired. This is when the voice comes in. Yeah. No. topic. <laughs> Not true. It's just, just the Amber Alert sound <laughs> on the big speaker. Did you see the thing during the, during the Amber Heard trial where an Amber Alert kept going? Yeah. Yeah, while yeah. they were trying to test it while they were doing that's the a test. That's a bad omen. That's a bit wow. like, it's like Warner Brothers Great. with all their bad luck. It's just, it just follows all of them. All right, where um, can they find you, Mary? Uh, there's another one. Hobbit what? said, hostage party. How high can Lauren stack paper? We just leave it I was playing. working on it, all right? Uh, well, you I, lost. Yeah. Yeah. Start from Anyways, scratch, I guess. <laughs> yep. You can find me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. And there was one more from Halls and the Kids says hostage, oh, hostage party. No, you nope. can't keep us here forever. They can they can try. Halls and the Kid. Yeah, what up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Friend of the show. All right, guys. If you wanna if you wanna follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. For the show, we are here Monday through Friday on YouTube, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would like to listen rather than watch, but why would you do that? You wouldn't be able to see Lauren. Put a bunch exactly. of money on circus it. Circus act. Yeah. It's, so why would you want to do that? But if you did want to do that, you could follow, You could listen on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. We're on social media, Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.